Hello, friends and listeners, party people, and degenerates, all of you. Welcome back to another episode of Party XP. I'm your host, Lacan. And surprise, I've got Buffa back, actually, for a special episode today. What's Welcome up, back. NPCs? How are you all doing today? Uh, I'm happy to be back. You know, I, I think I really am maybe the third member of this party. You, <laughs> you, know? you might I, be I think this point. is like, what, my fifth or sixth episode? This, yeah, something like that. Now, this is your fifth episode, I think, at this point now. It's kind of like the in anime, you know, the slow climb to finally add, like, a person to their, yeah, yeah. <laughs> their group. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, is he or isn't he? <laughs> If we had, if uh, Jeff and I started off the show together as the Joe, we'd be the JoJo and you'd be the Joe Bro. You'd like yeah. be the, the actual, par- the secondary party member, <laughs> but like you know, the one who comes in clutch basically for right. us at this point. Uh, yeah, guys, uh, we wanted to have Jeff on with this one. Unfortunately, schedules were a little bit tough. Um, that being said, though, we did have something we want to talk about because it's still relatively fresh in our minds. Buff and I just attended New York Comic Con 2013, 2023. <laughs> I, we, I was, we, we attended 2013 also. Yes, we did. Um, but yeah, 2023, it was just this past weekend. Um, and I you know, we, I was there for the two days. Buffalo, you did how many? Uh, three days. Three days? Okay, cool. And like today, things are happening. So I could have squeezed one in, but I was, I was, things are so damn hectic for me. And I know you got things for, to do today. So Yeah, and I was tired. I spent a lot of money. And yeah. Like, the, the, the four days aren't necessary, for me at least. Yeah, my wallet's crying <laughs> my bank account is angry at me i don't have a wallet anymore actually <laughs> just get, just, you, you have to sell the wallet <laughs> to buy more stuff no uh, to get home yeah <laughs> uh so you sold the car on the way home too yeah. um but yeah so buffa and i we did new york uh, new york comic con again this year um we both rolled in uh together this time uh usually it's like one day we roll out of new york new york together or like maybe we roll in once together and then we like roll with a different crew or something uh, yeah, we, we've kind of been going together for the past, what, two, three years? Yeah, so. kind of like at least meet up early. Uh, yeah. Because you used to go in super, you still do come, go in super early. And I would come in like a little bit early before doors open, but like not super, super early for me usually. Yeah, now you're part of the maniac. Yeah, I know. I'm full I'm full in now. It's uh, I, I don't regret it. I don't regret it. It was it was a good time. Honestly, this convention was actually was pretty good to us, at least for the most part, right? Right. What was uh, your first con you, you were saying? Uh, would have been 20, 2013. That was uh, that was a little clip that I had at the beginning. Okay. Uh, yeah, 2013 was my first convention, my first, or at least my first New York Comic Con. Anyway, um, what about you? Uh, my first New York Comic Con was 2011. Okay, and, so you but I had so then like I would go to one or I would skip one in between. But I really have started going to conventions regularly. Um, regularly, probably like 15 or 16. Okay, cool. Yeah. So from 2013 until now, I've only missed two. One would be the pandemic year. One would be, so 2020, and then the other one would be, I think, like, 20, uh, 2016 or 17, one of those, because um, I, I remember I just couldn't get off of work. I just, like, just didn't schedule it, then someone else took off, and then they said, hey, you can't be off the same day. And I was like, okay, whatever. I, I, I kind of got screwed out. Right. So I just sold my ticket. I was like, well, whatever, fine. Someone else can go, one of my friends can go attend it instead of my instead of me being there, so. Yeah, and in years, I didn't go to NYCC if I wanted like a con in my life uh, i went like i've been to emerald city comic-con seattle before okay. or i've gone to more local stuff because i'm like oh i have some money to burn you know like, yeah why not go see some cool I feel stuff like too. buying stuff or getting prints or you know mm. all that stuff okay yeah so uh do you have you have you gone to like any like small conventions like here in this area or no uh they used to run east coast comic-con near secaucus but uh i forget exactly where it was but it was a pretty decent sized con for like a mini one mm-hmm. I've, I've been to um I think it was like Wizard Con. It, it was in Philadelphia. I think now they changed the name of it to like Great Philly Comic Con or something. Okay, know, but yeah. And there was one in AC too. 
for yeah, for a uh, while, that that right? was so I went to one earlier this year. It's called PuchiCon, P-U-C-H-I. Okay, I believe, and and that was in Atlantic City. And then they run a few different ones, like they do um, the the Pocono Mountains, a okay. couple other places yeah. in the Philly, New York, New Jersey area. Okay, kind of tri state mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, word. Um, I think the some of the small ones I've gone to is like I remember there was one in Middlesex County College. I think I went to that one. And the small ones are like really fun, especially if you're looking for like indie artists or you know like you're not if you're not looking for con exclusive stuff these are cool ones to at least whet your appetite to yeah and also just meet some like local people you yeah know i mean if you just want to like hang out with like some other nerds it'd be, it's fun right you just get to nerd out and talk about stuff and meet people in costume and stuff like that so that's always fun right and the small ones still have like oh they'll still have um like uh actors and voice actors yeah and, yeah and known artists too like yeah. not as many but they'll have a few so you know you still get to meet people if you want to do that yeah and surprisingly and like surprisingly yes yeah, some actual like you know major talent still because you you know you would assume that like only the bigger conventions could afford the larger talent but you know i'm, I'm sure that even the smaller conventions they plan out to see if they can try to get like a major voice actor or something or a major artist to come over for basically right like i, I went to the um, the atlantic city one because uh they had Faye Valentine from the voice actor from uh, Cowboy Bebop. So I was like, oh, you know. Wanna, Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Um, I There was one uh, a little while ago that I saw that was in uh, uh, Cranford. I was driving around. I was going, actually going to one of the gaming, the, the retro shops that we go to. Right. And I was on my way back, and I was like, oh, cr- like, there's, a conven- there's some sort of a small anime convention at uh, Cranford Public Library. I was driving around. I was like, oh, cool. That's kind of, like, I was like, you know, if, I had, if I had more free time, I would actually swing by and just, you know, because I think they, they, they had like a, be, that's the nice thing about the small conventions. You can kind of pay at the door. You know what I mean? Just kind of go in and it'd be fine instead of like having to buy your badges super ahead of time. Um, but yeah, again, the smaller conventions, smaller event stuff is really, really cool to get into, especially in this area. There's a lot of stuff to go on around here. Um, but yeah, like the big convention stuff, like New York Comic Con is like the big convention that I've been going to for the last almost 10 years at this point. And we've also consistently gone to Anime NYC. The last couple al- years. Also now, at yeah. the Javits Center, yeah, for. Two, three years? Two years now. This is going to be our third year, I believe, right? Yes, this will be the third year. Yeah, this will be our third year. And I've been to PAX the last two years, or last, uh, one, two, th- yeah, yeah, th- three years now that I've been to PAX. So, um, and I, th- I think I might have mentioned in a previous episode that PAX is currently my favorite convention as of right now. I think that's just because it aligns a lot with my interest, um, which is mostly, you know, indie games and being able to talk to the developers and stuff like that. And, you know, look, I'm always on the search for, like, the next you know, small game that'll blow up kind of thing. So I think that's why, for me, it kind of became more fun. Um, that being said, we're going to roll back a little bit here. Uh, so focusing on New York Comic Con. Uh, you, so you and me, we started off our convention here. Uh, it's, been a <laughs> it's been a hell of a week, f- well, hell of a week for me. Uh, you guys, mu- uh, you guys uh, remember Jeff uh, uh, Fernandez, who hopped in for uh, a couple episodes. Uh, he got married <laughs> this, this, this past week as well, too. And then that led straight into New York Comic Con for me. So I've had a very, very busy weekend straight into New York Comic Con. Thursday, we got up at like what five o'clock. Uh, I or mean, you were, I, was you were up up four, I was up at four. I was up like getting ready, and then so. you know, getting getting the car ready and all that stuff. Yeah. All my stuff. Um, I emptied out my ba- my um my book bag, like my my convention bag, basically yesterday the day before. Uh, prepped everything, badges, you know, a bottle of water, stuff like that. You know, the stuff we need to bring in. And uh, I think I never realized that you could bring in water and food. I mean, like I've really? seen people do it, but uh, but I always think like it's like Disney World where they like they check your bag or yeah, whatever. But you know, 
recommend you should bring your own stuff. Yeah. Um, like food and water. I've always brought a water bottle of some sort. You know, that, that's that's always been fine, from my understanding. And I know other people bring, like, uh, Norm brought a lunch bag. You know, he brought a little, you know, some snacks with him and stuff. So that's how. I never think of it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think that far ahead. You're too busy thinking about whatever you're doing at the convention. So we, we're up at the Ass Crack of Dawn. <laughs> um, we head up to, uh, what is it? We head up to... I guess, ironically, going back a little more, I also was in a wedding over the, over the weekend, <laughs> the weekend, be- oh, weekend yeah. before New York Comic Con. I was in Tennessee, so I flew back on Sunday, worked two days, and then was like, oh, well, Hit now. the ground running. We have yeah, to go now. Oh, now we got to go to Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been, a, it's been a rough couple of days. I, I, like, I've, I've been beat basically every day. But, you know, we finally get to New York. We line up. Uh, we get there relatively early-ish, right? We get there like right. 7.30, 7.45-ish, right? We're, and then we're, we're in line. Um, we've got, uh, we got a short, luckily we have a relatively short line ahead of us, right? We got in. Well, cause we had the VIP pass. We have, we have, we have VIP passes this year. Um, it wasn't bad to get in. It was relatively quick. They let us into the building about an hour before the door, the actual doors open, hang out there. You know, we're kind of chatting up with people online. Um, just kind of trying to figure out like what's the, atta- what's the plan of attack, right? Cause we know we have a couple boosts we have to hit early so we can try to get some of the exclusives that we actually really want. So um, this is the first year we had VIP passes. Um, you know, the past couple of years, like if you guys have ever been near Comic Con, they kind of throw you in that basement line queue. Yeah, the big queue, the big queue hall downstairs. Yeah, yeah. and the VIP people are upstairs. So you, a, they open the doors a little earlier for you guys, and you're like right there on the floor, so you could hit the ground running. Yeah, yeah. Instead of having to run up from the basement. I mean, it's a few extra hundred bucks, but I'm like, oh, you know, we're kind of worth it. Yeah, we're getting older, and I'm like, oh, I could be the first in line at that booth. Yeah. So I cut out at least one line of the day, and then the second line I'm going to, I'm like, you know, either kind of front or at least mid. Yeah, yeah. So so it saves a little wait time. Yeah, and so for the, for this convention, we've talked about like um. We'll probably get into a little bit deeper later on, but we've, we've talked about like having to worry about like con exclusives and stuff like that. Um, this year, I didn't have a whole whole lot going on for me. I had a couple pins that I really wanted, um, and a couple small figures that I wanted, uh, like the Chomp, the Filipino flag Chomp one that I wanted, um, and then the New York Comic Con exclusives. I bought the tracksuit, uh, but that that didn't happen until the next day anyway for me. But uh, that was so Thursday. I wanted the like the Filipino flag figure, and a couple pins, and that was basically it for me. Uh, you helped me out with a couple pins early on, and then, unfortunately, the one other pin that I really, really wanted, I got into the line, and they cut off the line uh, to the person right in front of me. And they were trying to keep the, like, they were kind of getting nervous about, like, things getting too swarmed before the doors are fully even open. So they're saying, no, no overflow. We're, like, we're cutting it off here. You have to get, you have to get out of this area. I'm like... Are you serious? Like, this, like this is even like the, everybody in yet. Like the line's like not even maybe like fifty people deep. It's like you can fifty people is nothing. They, 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 this line is not that long, and I was kind of annoyed that they cut it off right in front of me, of course. And they were telling us we can't hang around, and I was like, okay, sure, whatever. Like, and the thing that bothered me was like these. Are, this is like this is the fig pin. And these guys have been here. Yeah, we can mention names, right? We, on this we podcast. Can I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna bitch and moan in this on this on this episode. <laughs> um, so this is for fig pin. And I was kind of annoyed because, like, they've been there long enough. They've been at New York Comic Con multiple times now. They should know that things are going to be a little bit hectic. They, you know, they yeah, I was going to say, they've been going there since, what, 16? Yeah, something like that. So 16, maybe 17? Yeah. That's, that's, you know, that, that's a couple years under their belt. They should know how things run at New York Comic Con at this point. And they was kind of kind of annoyed that, like, they were, like, 
you know, we, we got VIPs for on, per, on for on, for a reason. You know what I mean? It's like, the, what's the point if you're going to cut off VIPs in the first place before the doors are even fully right. open? So um, that was like the only real L, luckily for me, that I took on uh, Thursday, which... Beca- and then it ended up not being an L because we just went later. We just went later and they had the everything they still. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The only thing that was like out was like the two that you wanted, right? That was really it. Uh, yeah, the Ahsoka Tana, which was, I think, only 500. And uh, I know they ran out of the X-Men box set, but I think that wasn't. Yeah, I took. I was kind of I was considering the Ahsoka, but I was like, it's fine. I, it's not really something that I was really super super like dying to get. I just wanted the uh, Lloyd pin from Spy Family. That was the only one I was really kind of worried about, um, and that was fine. That was not a, really an issue. Um, and then the Sailor Moon I ended up getting the next day from Crunchyroll, and that was basically it. That's all I really needed. Right. Um, what about you? How was your? How was the beginning of your Thursday? Uh, it was pretty good. You know, we had the divide and conquer method. And, you know, if you're going to go with friends, I highly recommend doing that because, um, you know, especially at booths, if you're looking for exclusives that offer, uh, two or more of a single item, Mm -hmm. you guys definitely should split up because, oh, someone stands on one line, someone stands on another. And then you guys can both get it as opposed to both of you standing there getting one of each. Yeah. And then, you know, like, oh, you yeah, wasted the time. Yeah, kind of a waste of time right there. Right. So I went to uh, Fugitive Toys first. Uh, they had um, an Inosuke fig pin that was exclusive to them. So I, I picked up a couple of those for me and Lacan and another friend of mine. And then, uh, well, first we got the Filipino Chomp. Mm-hmm. And then I immediately hit that Fugitive booth. So... I think if we had to do it again, one of us would have immediately ran to Figpin. But so for years, I felt like I could just walk up to Figpin and like there'd be a line, but it wouldn't be like crazy. Now they're becoming yeah. like big, like like I was gonna say, yeah, like... probably one of the five like busiest lines consistently. Cause, yeah, because it's like it's Funko, which now you need a lottery system, so yeah. like people just start lining up in the standby queue. eBay, yeah, eBay's very popular. Um, um... The New York Comic Con booth itself, because there's right. always some like there's always like one thing that's really big that year. Yeah. This year happened to be on Friday, right. and that was the Friday the Thirteenth New York Comic Con shirt. Um, so the reg- the regular booth was fine on Thursday, and then Friday. And then was uh, nice. then I feel like Fig Pig Pin's up there. Fig Pin's up there, yeah. I think I think like, if, I, if they'd probably be like maybe, they might be third overall. I think in terms of like busiest right. line that I saw, at least during my two days that I was there. Right, like this year specifically, they had. Um, Demon Slayer, Crocs, and Foot Locker was there, so I think that oh that line was could have been the busiest line. But that but, was because they were just but like, like Foot Locker's not consistently there, so um they kind of I don't think they, yeah I don't think they know how to run a convention booth like that because right. they were just they were asking for stuff that no other booth would ask for yeah um which just slowed the line down for you and you could probably go into that a little more detail later on um but yeah like Figpin used to be relatively easy um I remember Bait used to be pretty rough um back in the day right. Uh, Bait's fairly consistently rough. It's just I don't think they had as many like like usually they have a pop yeah or a, or, or a some pin. pins or yeah. something like that that everyone wants and it's like oh this is only gonna be here after which get is it. funny because I remember back in back in like 2017 or 2018 when they had the Bruce Lee pop that was the one that was going out crazy right and then at the end of the day there was like a bunch of them that were like you know the box was jacked up or whatever and I'm like I don't care about the box I just want the Bruce Lee pop and then funnily enough the Super Saiyan Goku I think three pin was there that year yeah and that was the one that was that was like the first that was the first year that i noticed fig pin was starting to kind of it was still not that big 
I remember the next year is when my pin price shot up, like the one that I already bought. I right. saw the value had jumped up insanely. I was like, what happened? And then that sort of thing when people started realizing fake pins kind of worth something. So the, all the people who were coming in early to pick up stuff and scalp, they started going off on fake pin stuff. And that's when fake pin became a little bit more nuts, I think, to like to like have to go in for, for the lines anyway. Um, yeah, because again, like 2016, 2017, they were kind of just... They were busy, but they weren't crazy. You know what I mean? The, the line moves were relatively okay for back then. I feel like the first time I actually remember their booth was 2019. They had um, the Midnight uh, from My Hero Academia. Yeah, they had her I remember that one. And like a few other exclusives. I was like, oh, you know, like this stuff looks cool. Like I like, you know, the pin designs and how they're, you know. Yeah, because Bait does the typical, uh, not typical, but they, they, they regularly had, at least the last couple of years, I don't know, I think they had one this year. Where it was like the white and gold, right? Motif, uh, right? That a was bait. A couple years ago, they did a whole set of Astro Boys that were gold and white. Yeah, I know that was that, uh, like, that was very popular. Because I think I think Bait was also like one of it's a streetwear brand that does like a lot of like you know kind of collabs with like uh, Japanese like content stuff like that, right? And then right. I think they were one of the vendors that sold like the Astro Boy boots. I think right. That mm-hmm. was, so they, they were like, they they kind of in, in uh, kind of intertwined with like the old the OG anime scene, I guess for some reason. Um. But that was usually kind of like base thing, and then Figpin itself was still not crazy. It was because the fact that they, but because Bait had like a a number specifically, right? They had the, like the label on the back of the pin, and that's when people started kind of like realizing, oh, New York Comic Con exclusive, one out of a thousand or whatever, right? And then it, I want to say like yeah, like twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen is when it started kind of getting Did wild they- anywhere else for Figpin. My memory's a little foggy on this. Did they have Comic Con in twenty twenty? Or was it twenty? It was digital only. Okay. So there was so everything had to be digital online. You're in, you're still doing the kind of the queue stuff online kind of thing, the queue it, whatever it's called. Twenty twenty one we were back in person. So whatever your Funko wasn't there. Um, I remember Figpin had exclusives and they gave them to the New York Comic Con booth. That might have been twenty twenty one. Okay. Because I remember yeah, Funko wasn't there. A lot of a lot of the bigger names pulled right. out. So that's when I feel like Figpin got really big because yeah. it was like they were the only, like, oh, here's a lot of exclusives. There's no Funko, so people were like, oh, you know, fiending for something, fiending for something. And those lines, I remember being crazy because like I was one of the first people on the line anyway. But then like, you know, uh, the New York Comic Con booth, like I felt like, oh. The, they actually waited till ten o'clock, or you know, mm. they had trouble getting their computers up. That was it. Yeah, because like the internet was down and like the credit cards were down. So like then when I look behind me, I'm like, oh my god, like they're so like this line is gigantic. I got cash. <laughs> yeah, and then I had cash, so I just went through anyway. But uh, <laughs> that's a different story. So then I think after that, that's when people were like, okay, we're gonna start lining up at this booth. It doesn't take. Um, you don't have to do the digital reservation, or there was mm-hmm. no digital lottery. Yeah, fig, and, to get and, into and it for the people who are scalping, right? Figpin makes money. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's when the scene realized fully that Figpin is worth something. I guess uh, that's just because again, like, yeah, no Funko. Um, but and like, so now I think it's in the consciousness. Of, yeah, of the now everyone just thinks like, okay, Funko and Figpin, are like two of the bigger ones now. Oh, that have a name specifically for them, and then eBay, obviously, it's like. It's eBay. Like they've always got something going on for them as well too. Um, so after I took the L at Figpin, uh, in the beginning of Thursday, I ran over to uh, Toy Temple 
and I was able to get everything that I I, I wanted was the that was the Anya pen right that was at the t- that table yeah the that Anya was Anya pen. Tengen Law yeah which you, I know you wanted a lot of that stuff yeah. because you you still follow um, DBZ you're, you're into One Piece now right yeah and, I'm into um, I'm fully into One and Piece still now. still following Demon Slayer <laughs> yeah so um I started taking the full plunge of retrying to do One Piece again it's 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 I'm, I'm trying. You know what's weird? I, I so uh, aside from Figpin, the Figpin booth is slammed yeah. consistently. Yeah. And then Figpin distributes some other like exclusives to other smaller Toy Temple and not Fugitive. Yeah, smaller-ish vendors. Yeah, like not the. I ma- mean, they're they're big, but like they're not. They're the not main, the mega the main booth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's just like those booths aren't slammed, so I'm like. Yeah, like I I went. I, I always wonder if people just don't know that there's other pins at these booths, or I, I think so because when I went or, back to Toy Temple later the afternoon. They realize those also have the limited edition on the back, like label. Right. So that's when they started getting slammed. But even then, I went, you know, like I, we're talking like we went to a booth right at the beginning with a chomp, because that was limited to like two hundred fifty. Yeah. The entire convention. I took the elephant and you crossed the you crossed the entire floor. Yeah. And then I crossed like halfway through the building, and then I'm at Toy Temple, and there's like no line. I'm like, yeah. oh sweet, cool, I can get everything done here. I, 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 I that was like that was that was like a majority of our stuff done already right off the bat. Um, and yeah, again. So that, over my three days with Toy Temple, like you know, they get a lot of people at their booth. They have a lot of pops. They have a lot of different collectibles, different exclusives. So yeah. like they're gonna get a crowd of people, but you know, it's not this gigantic line of people. And I'm like, this this booth has like seven exclusive fig pins themselves. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. they have exclusive pops, and it's just like, oh, he, like I always wonder if like, oh, because these booths only get like one or two normally. People are just like, oh, I'm gonna skip this. Or I'm gonna go later for it. I'm gonna wait. But there was like five exclusives yeah, there was like at Toy Temple this year. Seven exclusives because there was Anya, there was Tengen, there was Jiren, Jiren there was, there was uh, Law, there was uh, this, uh, this, the Scout Biker from Return of the Jedi. Yeah. There was a ton there was of a them. lot. I know. And then it was just like, like Law sold out on Saturday. I saw, but okay. all those pins were available consistently throughout yeah, the day. Yeah, like we, 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 I wouldn't have even had to rush for those ones. But right. that being said, again... You don't know. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. But also, like, luckily for us, cool, we got those out of the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, again, like, there's, it's like for me, it was like, there was, like, one thing that I wanted at each booth. I, I'm not really... I wasn't really fiending for exclusive this year. But there was, like, I want the Onion Pin, I want the Lloyd, and I want an extra Lloyd so I can trade because so, um, I wanted to get um, uh, your because her pin was the uh, San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Right? Uh, one of those other ones. Yeah, I, f- uh, I forget if it was uh like anime or an- uh, yeah or anime expo or something. Yeah, but all the cons start blurring up. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, me. but basically, so I can have the full family set. I bought one extra just so I can trade with somebody, which uh you were able to help me facilitate later on online yeah. anyway. So thank you for that. Um, so after Toy Temple, I was basically done. I was like, I was basically done for like the things that I needed to rush to because again, I took the L. They wouldn't let me overflow, which is stupid. And then by the time I the, by the time they opened up the overflow line, after they opened the main doors, that line was insane. And I'm like, I have no idea what's happening here at right. this point. So like, I was like, okay, I'm not gonna lose like three hours here just waiting in line. I'm still mad that they cut they cut it off. You know, the first place to the, the, the chick in front of me. Um, but that being said, at the end of Thursday, I ended up swinging by Figpin anyway, where the line had like kind of dissipated. And everything was still in stock, except for Ahsoka and something else. I forgot what it was. The X-Men box set. Um, They were cool. I just didn't need that one because it's a, it's a they big box set. They didn't even have Gambit in it. I, you know, yeah, I was like, I'm punting like, on well, this. Well, I mean, Wolverine's in there. So I was, I was, like, was kind of cool with it, but I was like, I only really He's want overrated. Wolverine. Wow, rude. <laughs> um, and oh, and the Hulk. I wanted the comic book Hulk. The, yeah. uh, Hulk so, but that was, that was still in stock. Um, so I went over there. I got, I got my Lloyd. <laughs> 
Uh, I got my Hulk. And then I picked up everything else that you wanted, right? Um, well, was... you got a Harpy Lady for yourself. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I got a Harpy Lady for you and me. And I think that was it for me. And I and then I picked up your stuff. Yeah. Like, luckily, I went Luckily, I went back after the line had like not no longer was no longer crazy. And I found out that basically the whole day, things didn't go out of stock for the most part. And Ahsoka only ran out, like, the two people in front of me. Right. They said, like, Ahsoka's really low count. And I was like, okay, I'll line up right now. I'm like, there's only, like, there's only like, five people, like, five people in front of me. And I, and they're like, oh, yeah, let me get Ahsoka. Okay, I hear them, I hear them talking. And then I was like, can I get an Ahsoka? <laughs> and then they just, uh, they got, they just got the last one. I was like, ah, oh, no, the timing, terrible. I'm sad. <laughs> um, that being said, again, that, was that always hurts the most when it's like, oh, I finally got to the line. Ooh, the thing you wanted is gone. Not yeah, there. exactly. So, um, bit of a bummer, but I mean, again, for the most part, I got yours and my stuff relatively done, and because we were coming in early again Friday, I wasn't too worried. And now that I realize that, like, Figpin had a little, I guess they were being very careful about not just you know dropping everything in the beginning of the day. Um. They had availability. So I was like, okay, cool. Not too worried. Then we can probably hit them up in the morning. We should be okay. Um, and I also did a, uh, what is it? I, I had, um, I, oh, I was, oh, uh, Thursday, I also got a picture with uh, Tim Curry. That was, that, was, that, was, that was my big thing with the day. I was very, very excited for that one. Um, Tim Curry, the actor, uh, known from Clue, right? That's kind of what a lot of people know him from. Um, Clue, he was in Home Alone. Home he was Alone, the, uh, the, the Maitre D. The, the Command & Conquer, Red Alert. Uh, Command & Conquer 3, Red Alert, right? That was, that was the one specifically. Rocky Horror Picture Show is a big yeah. one that everyone knows him from. He's, he's been in every, he's in, he's in Spamalot on Broadway, which I, that's, like, that's, actually, I took a picture with the Spamalot playbill. Um, that's what I got a picture with him for. And that was, like, that was my big thing. And, like, I don't really get starstruck very often, but, like, that was, like, oh, man, this is, like, Tim Curry. Like, I'm, 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 you know, obviously, he, he's, um, he was in rough shape for a little while, um, but I'm glad that he's kind of you know out and about doing conventions again, kind of doing the circuit, which is kind of cool. Cause and he was still in very good spirits. Um, yeah, shout out to Tim Gurry. Best of health to him. But yeah, best of health. Wish him all the best. Um, he's the con's, uh, one of friend. his best friends. Best friends now. <laughs> um, it was funny because during that picture taking, I had my glasses on and I had the playbill in my hand. And so when the flash went off, I guess my glasses uh, like reflected, and the playbill was aimed up, so it caught the caught the lens flare, I guess, or the uh, the the flash, and it just ruined the photo. So as I was walking out, uh, the one of the people who were running the the photo the photo area said, "Can you go back? We need to do a retake." And I was like, "Okay, sure." So I came back, and uh, Tim Curry <laughs> just goes, "Oh, you again? Charge him double." And like you know, had a, got a laugh out of me and the the people working in the booth, and it was really very very fun. And again, he's. Still, really, really nice guy. Very charismatic, still. Um, and it's, again, it's just really nice to everybody there. It's, you know, super nice guy. So, I was very happy to get that one. Um, get that photo done with him. And like, again, I don't usually get starstruck, but that was like, I was pretty like antsy when I was getting my photo taken. So it was a good time. And that's the one thing with meeting the different talents there. It's you know they they are people. Yeah. So you know you could talk to them like you know anybody else you would talk to. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I try to keep it as casual as possible. Like, you know, I'm a, I, I'm a big fan. You know, uh, thank you for coming out for here and doing this for us, you know, kind of thing. You know, keep it relatively light and just offer your thanks as like, being a fan of theirs. And that's really about it, right? That's all you can really do. Not, just, don't, just don't make it awkward or weird for them. Yeah, because, you know, they are doing this all day. They are meeting a ton of people. So, you know, don't take offense if, you know, Rough might not be the word for it, but you know, like they are trying to sign for as many people as they can, so mm-hmm. they, they it's hard for them to take 
10, 20 minutes to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. And um, that be, I and also, don't try and be pushy with that yeah. because it's like, oh, you know, you're only paying for the autograph or the picture. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> don't be awkward yourself. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the, the, the unfortunate thing is I, I, they, I, heard, I heard after the fact when I got my photo taken was that he was doing signatures. Um, it just would have had to been dropped off in the morning and then picked up later in the afternoon because, he again, his mobility is pretty limited at the moment. Um, but... If I knew that I would have came a little bit early, dropped something off, then um, like had him sign the playbill, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's fine. I was still very happy to have you know even like a short interaction with the guy um, and get the photo with him. Like I have still currently in the sleeve up there right now, but I'm gonna probably put it into into a frame along with the playbill that I've got. So, uh, but that was basically my Thursday. It was relatively again, other than the early kind of like rush we had to do, I was basically good. I was kind of just meeting, you know, I was meeting up with my friends and. Uh, I saw a couple people that I haven't seen, you know, that I haven't seen since like last year. You know, I've, I've made like casual acquaintances, I guess. You know what I mean? Because you spend all, all day in lines, you know. Yeah, because like, at these cons, you're gonna meet the same people or possibly stand in line with the same people. Yeah, or like yeah. similar people. Um, so I, I, I met, I met a couple of people that I, I, saw, I met last year, the years before, and you know, even further back technically, right? And you know, just kind of catching up because you, you only some, some of these people I only see once a year. So I was like, you know, hey, how are you doing? Are you looking for this year? Are you looking to do any signings this year? Any panels? You know. Um, I missed the one panel that I wanted to go to, which was the Ewan McGregor panel. Uh, which I also missed. Yeah, okay, because you were in line for something, right? Uh, yeah, I was in line for the Crocs, and it took four hours. But yeah. I, I, I guess we'll take we'll we'll, go, yeah, we'll get on that a little bit. Yeah, later. well, let me let me I'll, I'll wrap up my wrap up my here and we talk about your your Thursday. Um, but I, I wanted to go to the Ewan McGregor panel because I had I had already had the reservation for it anyway, and we had the VIP, so we were gonna get into that room no matter what. But I was waiting in line for something. Uh, I and then I realized as I was walking over to the panel area, I was like, "My signing is in like half an hour. I'm gonna be in this panel. I'm. Sh- it wasn't exactly starting on time. It was like I think it was like five ten minutes ish behind from what I from my understanding because you know, obviously they have to like, file all the people inside the room. And then I would have had to leave like twenty minutes in or like five minutes, like five ten minutes in to go line up. So it was yeah, like you would have got your hello there in, and that was- then just left <laughs> exactly. So I missed the uh, the official hello there, uh, but. It, I you know it it's fine. I, I got I heard it was I heard they, it, they live streamed it anyway. Yeah, they live streamed. I'm gonna I'm just gonna catch the 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 vod of it right. later. It's fine. Um, I, I've heard he, heard it was fun. So, um, but basically that was yeah that, that was my Thursday. It was relatively relaxed for the most part. And then we kind of dipped out kind of early. Eh, not really like like five five thirty ish or something like that. We dipped out right. around that. Went to grab food. And then you still had something to do that night. Yep. So. Oh yeah, that was basically my Thursday again. That was the stressful day for me because that was the one we we're trying to get all of our shopping out of the way, so that way Friday can be a little more fun for me. Because I was in costume Friday, Thursday I was in regular clothes. Um, so that was my Thursday. How did your Thursday go? So same thing. I I rushed in. Like I thought overall, my Thursday was very fun. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like you said, we missed out on the pins in the morning, so we were a little bummed about that. But you know, glad we got them later. Uh, so after that initial rush, I, I wanted to get some stuff signed. I knew the critical role people were there and for the longest time I didn't, you know, like our one friend, Tim, who, you know, friend of the show. Yeah. (laughs) He also, he, he talks about this a lot and I didn't know that so many of these people were voice actors and stuff that I enjoyed. You know, a lot of them were in like One Piece or Persona or like other video games or animes that I watched. So I'm like, oh, I'd like to get some stuff signed by them. What I didn't know is that, A, they were only signing on Thursday, and B, like, 
you had to just pre-buy the autographs and then bring the stuff to the table. Mm, okay. Like, for, you know, most of the time you could go down into the little autograph area that's in the, the basement of the yeah, Javits yeah. Center, and you could just walk on the line, and that's it. But yeah. they only had, like, the they sold out of the pre-bought autographs, and that was it. Oh, that's weird. That's a weird story. Yeah, so... You know, I was carrying around a bunch of stuff to get signed that I couldn't get signed. So, so you just you know, that, that was a little around with it in your arms for no reason. Yeah, uh, rough. And then added that to all the stuff I, I already bought. So I was like, oh, I'm just tired. It's very, <laughs> it's very heavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lots of stuff I'm that's, carrying. That's how we feel. At the end of the day, no matter what we're thinking, it's like, oh man, I don't. I want to put anything down. Possibly, please. Thank you. My back is killing me. Uh, but after that, you know, I was like, oh, now I got all this time on my hands. So, you know, I, w- I went to Bay, I bought some shirts, bought some clothes, because they had, they were doing One Piece collaborations. Yeah, you're currently, and, wearing, uh, you're currently wearing the One Piece shirt. Especially for I, I am. And then, uh, I walked around the showroom floor, you know, that's where mm-hmm. I usually stay, on the upper part. I know Lacan loves going to Artist Alley and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't really go down there. No. And it's probably like, I should. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you you enjoy comics, so like I I do enjoy comics, but most of the time I feel like I don't like look at who's doing the art or notice the names on the cover. Okay, yeah, and then I wouldn't I, recognize the people. Anyway. I recognize like anything that's like if I'm very attached to a particular series or whatever, like a particular run, then I will go get something signed if I can. Right, that's, like that's my big thing. And this year, Artist Alley was very much so uh, industry people, like a lot of people who are currently working within the comic book industry. Versus the last couple of years, I'm assuming last couple of years probably because during the it was still kind of pandemic time, right? Like 2021, 20, uh, 2022, I guess it was kind of, right? Because they were still masking people up then at the time too. A lot of the, probably the industry people didn't want to come through. So they had a lot more space for independent artists to come through, like digital artists, right? Um, which again, fine by me because I like finding like a small artist and I see a really cool style and then I'll buy their stuff, you know what I mean? And then that kind of moved over to Anime NYC for me as well too. Uh, this year was a lot of industry people. So if you had comics, um, like my friends are big fans of uh, Peach Momoko. And so they're getting stuff signed by her. Uh, a friend of mine got a uh, spawn uh, with a remark on it. Um, uh, uh, Ren and Stimpy, uh, the Ren and Stimpy artist, uh, he had one, uh, uh, like a signature from him as well, too. Uh, one, of the guy, one of the artists who worked on uh, Ronin. He also yeah, got the last Ronin. Uh, he, got, uh, he, got he bought his original comic. And then had Ronin signed yesterday, I believe. So. so that's the thing for me. It's like, I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I loved the last Ronin series. But it's just like, oh, when I think of, like, turtles and, you know, even though they are, like, a little bit involved, like, it's not really their thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think of, oh, Eastman and Laird as the turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, if anything, like, I'd want. Which Eastman was also there. Right. So. I'm, I, I've had stuff by sign. Are signed by him in the past, mm-hmm. so yeah, he did the pop some of the pops done too, right? right? So I wouldn't think, oh, let me get it signed by this guy, even though he might have did all the art for it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I want to get it signed by Ethan yeah, because like, he's the creator of the turtles. Because the thing is, like, I guess, like, if you look at the other artists who are working with the art team, I guess it's yeah. like it's like you don't know if somebody was in charge of like the art direction or uh, you know how they want to take the panels or the storyboarding and stuff right. like that. So, um, but from my understanding, Shaw was like what was one of the major. Uh, uh, like people in charge of how they wanted the panel and how they 
you know, it's totally different from a lot of the other Team NT stuff. This was obviously right. a much darker story. So yeah. they, they kind of the storyboarded it different, and I believe he's a bigger part of that in compar- um, comparison to like previous comics, where you know obviously Eastman's more in charge. I think, from my understanding, so. Mm. Um, but you know, so other stuff like that. You know, I, I only I, like the big time names. I guess I get it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, uh, that being said, again for me, I got something signed uh, yesterday. But I only got something signed yesterday through you, basically, because I was I right. I missed them the first. Uh, my first two days so um but yeah you, so you spend most of your time on the floor and then you said th- you said you lost a couple hours unfortunately right so, so this, it, this, it, we'll go into this yeah. one now yeah go ahead so it's 12 12 o'clock and i'm like oh well i have like two hours until uh the ewan mcgregor panel or like until i want to start heading over there and i'm like oh well i know someone who wants the crocs so oh like Oh, so Crocs was having a uh, collaboration with, with Demon, Demon Slayer. Through Foot Locker. Through Foot Locker. Uh, and Foot Locker's not a regular at the show. Uh, at least I don't recall them ever being at the show anyway, right? Right. Uh, yeah, not in, not in my Not recent history anyway. Um, but so, they, yeah, they were having, like, it was like was it like Tanjiro colored? Yeah, the, the main four. Nezuko, Tanjiro, Nezuko, Zenitsu, and, 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 and Nozuke. And to be, to be fair, they're they're kind of heat. Like, like right. I, I I appreciate now that Crocs are like kind of like so big that like even if they're even if they're like derpy looking, everyone kind of acknowledges like they can be cool. Yeah, because when we were in high school, you got made fun of. For yeah, when Crocs were still kind of like, kind of yeah. becoming a thing, right. right? Like even like early college. Uh, I don't care. They're comfy as hell. I love Crocs. Um, I don't give a damn if they're ugly. <laughs> Uh, but they, yeah, these were kind of like really cool colorways, and I was like, I would have liked a pair. And Demon Slayer is like one of the hot animes. Animes yeah. right now, yeah, uh, big shonen title. So I was like, okay, yeah, f- fair that they have a really popular collab with them. So, but anyway, yeah, I'm like, I got two hours to kill. There's no way this should take two hours. I'm standing online, and then like two hours in, like I've moved like halfway on the line, and I'm like, well, fuck, like, you know, if I could leave now, I wasted two hours. Yeah. Uh, even though, like, I want to see the Ewan McGregor panel, but I'm like, uh, like co- I'm yeah, halfway sun co- through. Yeah, sunk cost. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I I have to eat this. And I'm like, there's no way it could take, like, that much longer. Yeah. Two hours. <laughs> Two hours more. I'm like, oh, here I am at the front of the line, finally. Oh, God. So four hours later, you're yeah. fine at the front of the line. Yeah. And then, um, so were you able to get anything? Uh, so... I guess the thing that pissed me off the most is I'm like, what is taking so long with this line? I don't understand. Okay. And I thought, it makes sense if everyone is buying the four. Yeah. So then it's like, oh, they're buying the four. So they have they to, have to bring up the, the four. They have to grab stock, the four. Yeah. They have to, you know, find if. Right like, sizes. Right. Shit. Like, if they're getting different sizes, that takes longer. But no, it was one shoe per person, so you couldn't get like all four. You had to get one shoe. Uh, okay. And uh, you know, like people are up there trying them on, or it's like, oh well, this one doesn't fit. Let me get this other different shoe. You know, oh, I don't want the Tondra one now. Like yeah. it fits weird. Let me get the Nezuko one. And then they're trying that on, and it doesn't fit. Uh, oh, this just sounds like a headache. And then like, um, so they they only had two registers. And then on the side of the booth, they had this, like, spinning camera to take pictures. And I'm like, you could have had four registers, and this would have went yeah. much smoother. Why did yeah. we need the, the photo booth also? Ugh. I thought that was dumb. And then, like, when you're finally by the shoe, they ask you to put their e- your email yeah, in your email. and, and like, do a bunch of stuff. Part. So it's like, you know, if you're, like, uh, 
Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask, Lover, 657. You have to type all that in and, yeah. like, then put your information in. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> somebody stop the madness here. Oh, my God. Yeah, so when Bubba told me that, I was, like, angry. Because I was like, Foot Locker does not know how to handle their booth at a convention. That's basically what my thought, my, my initial thought was. Because, like, the other booths, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know how eBay does. I've never been in the eBay booth, mine. Um, but like, Funko's trying to get you in and out because they yeah, know they, like they our know line you're is slammed, here like, all fucking day. So yeah, like, like we're, they, they don't give a shit about your any information. It's fucking yeah. move. Yeah. But like, Foot Locker's over here trying to make sure you fucking like log in into their fucking. You know, you have your information so they can fucking send you emails and shit down the line. No, you're making your money. Just get people in and out of here, motherfuckers. Like, I I remember just thinking is like, yeah, they don't know how to handle like the slam of a booth like this at New York Comic Con. They're not used to it, right? Um, and and just the fact, just by the fact that they, you know, limiting one per person, like the the fact that like, which I don't mind. That's fine. I like, get it. Yeah, you, you don't want someone buying a hundred shoes out yeah, exactly. there, but you know. But then like, but then like. People are trying them on and shit. It's like, yo, like you gotta, you gotta know your size before you even get up here, kind of thing. You right. know what I mean? Or have them trying stuff on before they even get to the front of the line. Right. Something, anything, just to help people move it, move it along, basically. Yeah, because there, there was a lot of security or like people working their booths, standing there, and it's yeah, like, oh a lot. well, you know, when you got to mid line, these people should be trying these shoes on. Like, they, yeah. you should already know their size. Like, you should there, there should have been a guy yeah. standing there. It's like, oh, well, which one are you going to get? And then yeah. you're trying them on. Done. Get them out of here. Exactly. And, like, have it prepped for them by the time they get up front. They just have everything in order. Like, you know what I mean? It was like, just pull from the top. Just pull from the top or pull from the bottom. Right. This, is the this is the next person you're going to be dealing yeah. with. That's it. Or then, you know, it, it also was combining probably two of the worst, like, cultures, the collect. The yeah, whole like market at, culture yeah. and the foot and, and, and the shoe, shoe culture. culture. Like, it's, and then yeah. it's like those uh, scalpers these are, everywhere. These are scalpers and full fucking degens. Like these are the people who spend fucking hours outside of a of a of a foot locker or any other shoe store, and then people who spend hours in line at a fucking convention combine them into one line, and this is terrible. Yeah. This is absolutely a garbage experience for a lot of people, probably. I thought it was also weird that the shoes were different costs. Nezuko was sixty five and I think Zenitsu and Inosuke were 70, and Tantra was 85. That's wild. Supposedly, someone said that, like, they specially made the Tanjiro croc, but I'm like... It's a croc? Yeah. A... <laughs> I don't get it. The Inosuke one had fur on it. What are yeah. you talking about? That's the one, if anything, that's the one that's customized, right? And the, the Inosuke one was only had men's sizes. The, the, the Nezuko one... Was the Went, only, ran smaller kind was of thing. The only, yeah, it was the only one in children's sizes. Okay. And then, like, you know... But, like, the shoes themselves are technically, like... They're 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 genderless sizing, you know what I mean? They right. just like, but they ran smaller for kids for yeah. Netsuko. Yeah, I, I that's weird. That's really dumb to me. I I would have I would have been like livid if I was in that line for that. Long, and they are going to drop them at Foot Locker, so there is a chance for people. Yeah, to get them, but, but the issue is they're also still going to be limited run, from my understanding. Right, right? So, and that not all stores are going to get them, or some stores might only get like Nezuko and yeah. not the other ones. So like I could tell this is going to be a mess, and I'm glad I got a pair. You which one did you get? Nezuko. Nezuko, okay, yeah. I, I probably would have rocked the Nezuko or the Inosuke one. That's probably... Been, would have so the Inosuke myself. one I liked because I thought, like... The blue is nice. Blue could go with anything. The green, I thought, was a little... Like, the, green's yeah, a little the, the loud. Check, the checker green is, like, yeah, like it's, it's and, a look. And there was a lot of brown in it. Yeah. I, I didn't like yeah. the brown. Like, it was, half the shoe was brown, on, you know, so I didn't on like the soul, that. On the sole, right? Or on the side of the sole? On the bottom, and then because it's checkered brown. Yeah, green. yeah, yeah. It's a lot of brown. 
and then uh, Zenitsu is like the bright yellow orange. Yeah. And it's like again, like you gotta have an outfit for that. Yeah, one. yeah. What are you putting out. with that? I mean, to be fair, I don't care. Like uh, Crocs are like my home slippers. Like I, I got them. I got them right here. Like my my Crocs are. Are on his feet now. <laughs> now they are. <laughs> yeah, like I've got Crocs slide. No, those are for at home. I don't care. I was wear right. those at home basically. I don't. I don't give a damn. Um, but okay, at least you got a pair. But then now the now the issue is if I want to buy a pair of them. I gotta hope that they're in the store near me, or if I can even try to get one online, because these are limited release. I'm like, I just found I found that out after the fact, and I was like, well, that sucks. I think also with people's experience, like you know, people who were there Thursday then were like, oh, on Friday or Saturday or Sunday, if I'm here another day, I have to rush to the Crocs booth yeah. because it's gonna be a mess. And if you didn't get one there, then you're like, oh, well, now I gotta hop online and go through yeah. that mess. So it's gonna be ugly, yeah. I think. And so, and then you had uh, what was it, after after most of the con was done you had something in the evening right so Figpin was combining with a couple of the vendors i believe it was like plastic empire and chalice maybe somebody else i'm forgetting but it's called alliance fest so they were doing a little party outside of comic-con at um they they picked dave and busters in times square times square is normally like ugly like to, yeah to, to it's navigate really through. To begin with like, regular so day. I, I don't you know i wish they could have just did a separate panel and you reserved your spot, but whatever. Yeah. You're acting like there's not an empty room somewhere in the Crystal Palace or something. Come yeah, on yeah. now. Whatever. But, uh, but you know, but, that but, was fun. I guess it's experience. They had food and drinks going on. Yeah, they right? had food and, well, you had to pay for drinks, which I thought was dumb. Well, it was weird because, like, they had water. So you had to, if you wanted soda or you wanted, like, alcohol, which I understand alcohol. Pay for alcohol. Yeah. yeah. I get that. But I'm paying for soda? Like, yeah. uh, it, it cost, I think, what, like 150 or 200 bucks? For the that ticket should be to included. Yeah, I'm that like, should be included. At I'm that like, point. bro, like, you can't give me a soda. Y'all are making money already. Yeah. Y'all need to calm the fuck down. <laughs> uh, okay, so like, so what'd you get out? Of, what'd you get out of this event thing? Because I remember you said the whole point of it was that it was like a, it was a, it was like a, a a group of the other distributors and like sellers, basically, right? Right. So like, Fickpin has done this a couple. This is the second time because they did it in San Diego uh, Comic-Con also. Okay. I don't know where that was, but they, they give you an exclusive box, and the pins are very limited to, I believe, like 500. Okay. So in this box, there was a glitter Sailor Mercury. There was a white and gold Ahsoka Tano. Mm. And then there oh, was a gold, yeah. glitter uh, Demon Akazar okay. from Demon Slayer. Yeah. And then you get an AP pin, an artist proof, you know. Yeah, yeah. So And that one's random. And then you also get a logo for the Alliance Fest festival mm-hmm. that they had there, and which is cool because they had two different ones, and like you know it said the same thing Alliance Fest on it, but it was either in the shape of the New York Fire Department or the New York uh, Police Department. Okay, the that's shape. Cool. So yeah, yeah, that was cool. And um, like the event's pretty cool because it uh, gives you a chance to meet other collectors. A lot of people brought like their own pins to trade or yeah, yeah. you know sell there. So you get to meet a lot of people. You get some food. You get some free pins. Did you talk to anybody? No, I'm very introverted, so I didn't talk to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> this event is supposed to be like a pin swap kind right, of thing. I, going I, on. Uh, I didn't have anything to trade at the moment, so I'm like, ah, what, you know. <laughs> and, you know, I'm a little afraid to talk to people, so. <laughs> you got your stuff got in, got out. Right. And that, like, Dave and Buster's was also just open to the people there, so, like, they gave you a, a play card. Like with some money on it, if you wanted to play, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm tired. I've been up since four in the morning. Yeah. I don't really feel like sitting here playing I'm, I'm Fruit Ninja. To call it, yeah. yeah. And uh, while Buffalo was doing this whole shtick, I was uh, I was down near Bookoff, like a couple a couple blocks over, basically, and then I ended up hanging out in the cafe, just like 
I was so dehydrated. <laughs> so I was just like, I de- I bought like like a one and a half liter bottle of water, chugged that, <laughs> just like just sat there with like a mean headache, just trying to like just trying to survive for the next like uh, however, because we didn't know how long this thing was gonna run for. And like Buffa said, maybe nine. I was like, okay, I was like, okay, fine, whatever, dude. Well, I'm I'm here. I mean, I left earlier because, like I said, I was tired. I've been up since four a.m. Yeah, but, I, I had but, some food. But you said maybe nine, so I was yeah. like, I was I was I was prepared to just like. I think it was su- actually open till like ten or ten thirty. Yeah, they also I'll, had a raffle, but I'm like, screw raffles. I hate raffles. Yeah, I was, I, and I was like, I'm just, I'll just silently suffer in this cafe for like two hours. I don't care. I just, I just I need to be ready to men- men- mentally prepare myself. To just be here and be tired. Um, like I, I got my Steam Deck on me if I wanted to kill time or whatever. You know what I mean? So just that would have been fine. But I was like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have to wait at least a couple hours for Buffa. That's basically all I was thinking. So one other cool thing about when Figpin does events, if you have the app and you um consistently like register your pins and stuff like that, they have like a little booth there where like if you put your pin in, like it can increase the score of the thing, but. What you mostly want to do is, like, it adds that you've been at an event, at, like, a Figpin-branded event, mm-hmm. and then, like, you know, it gives you uh, more access to stuff on the app. Okay, that's cool. And yeah, I should pretty, I should really start doing that Figpin stuff. I, re- I just kind of collect my stuff for myself anyway. Uh, and then on the way home, uh, we swung by our friend's house to drop off something for him. One of the exclusives we ended up picking for him. And then had a quick chat, and then we just drove back to our place, basically. That was really it for us. Yep. Uh, so that's end of day one. Okay, day two. So on two. to day two. Day two, one day later. Um, we do the this, this was a lot better. This is a little bit better um, because we mentioned before, we got most of our stuff kind of out of the way day one, luckily, right? Right, um, so we're like, all we got to do is like two be booths, one, really? one of the first people to the Figpin booth. Figpin. And oh, and you had to get the, crun- the, the Sailor Moon Crunchyroll pin. The Sailor Moon Crunchyroll pin, which surprisingly easy to get. I was like third person in line. And right, we just had to know that we had to get this pin early because it sold out. Yeah, because it sold out uh, the day before. We I didn't know when, so I was like, let me just play it safe, get that one done. Because fig pin was like, we had the you had the Ahsoka you wanted to get, and was it also was it again? Uh, I had to get an extra guy Utaro for somebody I knew, and okay. like a couple other ones I wanted because I also so they sold out the logo pin also. Oh, so the logo pin, yeah, that's you, what it was. You yeah. know, spend seventy five dollars there, and I'm like, which is four pins roughly. Mm-hmm. You get a logo every year. So I wanted that. Yeah, because you're you've been doing Figpin for a little bit now, so you like having you like collecting the logo pins. Yeah, I don't collect them all. I, I like the you know some of the different designs. Like the one for New York a couple of years ago was like a subway map. I thought yeah, that was that really was cool. really cool pin. I, I wish I, I wish I got that one. You know, some of them when they do the box sets are like uh, branded with the like the thing they're doing the box set of. So like One Piece, it's in like yeah, the One Piece yeah. design, or you know. I think m- the random one that I have is like a Union Jack. I have no idea why. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a random fake pin like logo that I just got. I was like, okay, sure, I guess. Why yeah, they not? they did one as the American flag. You know, they yeah. did one with like cherry blossoms in the back. Like yeah, uh, yeah. Th- some of the the logos are very cool. Yeah. Um. So you you ran over to fake pin. Right. Uh, again, we got in early. We got it a little bit later than actually. We got in earlier technically. We woke up later by like half an hour, but we got in earlier surprisingly. Yeah. Um. Be- I, we didn't have to make a stop off somewhere. That's why. Yeah. Um. So we got in. We were even even further in line this time. Uh, or further ahead in the line this time. Yeah. And, so we and were then like, since we knew we had to rush that booth, I was like the one of the first ten people. Yeah. There. And when I went to when I got to Crunchyroll, I was like the fourth or third person in line. 
Um, so, oh, and uh, Friday you were dressed as Uncle Iroh. Oh uh, yeah, I was in cosplay for this one because I was going to get uh, my my Avatar: The Last Airbender art book signed by Dante Bosco. And Thursday I dressed up as Makoto Yuki, the Persona Three protagonist. Yeah, so we so we so we we do cosplay again like we do we cosplay because it's fun. It's for us, you know right? I mean? Like. You know, I'm very uncreative and untalented, so I can't make the costumes myself. Neither, uh, neither can I. I commissioned mine. Yeah, I, I buy my stuff. Shout, but out, <laughs> shout out to Panta Puff, by the way. If you guys, if you guys ever need uh, cosplays done, uh, she is a seamstress who I believe was in Portugal before, and now she's in Spain. Uh, but she was on Fiverr. That's where I, how I found her. So Panta Puff, thank you very much for your cosplay. Appreciated you so much. I'm definitely commissioning her again. Yeah. So I guess a little cosplay rant. It's you know I never. When I first knew about Comic Con people dressing up, I never thought I would do it. You know, I, I guess I formulated that thought in high school. I guess because we're all weird in high school. But now that, mm. like, you know, I'm like, oh, this is cool to dress it's up. It's fun. Like, you know, I've always been a big fan of Halloween and putting on a costume. And I'm like, oh, this just gives me an extra day where I can wear a costume. Yeah. And like, it is always good. Like, it, it makes me feel good a little bit. Like when people are like, oh, can I take a picture with you? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I never see. People dressed up as this character, like, can I take mm -hmm. a picture with you? Stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Or if, when I see other people who are from the same series, me and them are dressed up as, I'm like, oh, I have to take a picture yeah, with you. Yeah, join up with them and right. take like, a group photo or something like, like that, right? Like, you know, I said I was a Persona 3 protagonist. Like, you know, I was always, like, trying to greet people from Persona 5 or, like, whatever. Yeah, any, any of the other, you know, semi-related, you know, property right. or whatever, right? Um, and, yeah, like, because I remember my first cosplay I ever did for uh, – for Comic Con was I was Sans from Undertale, uh, so I had the skull on. You know, it was real, it was a comfy cosplay. That's kind of like why I kind of wanted to do it. Other than the mask, like the big the big helmet essentially that I was wearing, it was really easy to wear. Like you know, because obviously you're walking around all day still. You don't want to worry about you know worrying about too much other stuff. And you see like the big costumes, like you know I remember the massive Reinhardt who has to have like a handler. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's so a major recommendation. Also, if unless you're doing this like. For a specific like, character that right. you're a big fan of, or you're like an influencer crazy, or something yeah, that has some crazy, overly designed costume of some sort. Like try and be comfy in it because you're walking around all day. Yeah, like, you know, a lot of women do characters that are in heels, like that can't be comfortable. Uh, so either be really good in heels, or be just be ready to just suffer in heels for the whole right. Day. One of the two. I saw some people switching in and out of the heels, so I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. During At least you photos, give yourself like yeah. some rest. And just during photos and slide them back on kind of thing. Right. You know what I mean? um, or, you know, like if you're going to wear like a lot of armor or a big mask, it's like you better be prepared to wear that like for a yeah. while. Um, when, when you got to commit. Yeah. When I did Sans, I was walking around and now I have to wear about, um, you know, if I would take it off just to get some air, like yeah. I have to be, now I'm carrying this massive helmet on my hand to make sure it doesn't get smashed when I'm walking around right. in the crowd. Yeah, and at Comic Con, like you're gonna get bumped into a million times. Yeah, so you have to be kind of be try to be careful with your props. Um, anything <laughs> like uh, you know, some some people rock like uh, airsoft guns. You know, for um, for their like. I yeah, now you're carrying around a gun or like um, like a foam sword Massive or something. Sword. Yeah. yeah, like a lot of clouds this year. Uh, a lot. I of, guess there's always a lot of clouds. Always a lot of clouds. I saw a couple of Vincents who had, they had the revolver, the big, the the mass, you know. And of course, they size it up a little bit because from um, Final Fantasy, right? Yeah. They, they size it up so it's more cartoony looking because you yeah. know it is a dramatized character. It's not gonna, you know, just have him holding a revolver means nothing. You Chainsaw know I mean? Man's been very popular. Like that, ca that mass cannot be comfortable. Yeah, it's very, very forward weighted and it's heavy. Um, even if it's being, even if it's made out of paper mache or cardboard, it's still a lot of weight to be carrying around. I remember when we were in Disney World for uh, Halloween. I was like, oh, "I'm gonna wear my costume all day." I wore I was Dipper Pines from Gravity Falls, mm -hmm. and so he's wearing like a vest, 
and it's like yeah, 90 it's degrees. Like 90 degrees and I'm like, Disney. I'm committing to this. <laughs> and, and I remember you getting redder throughout the day because right, you're just you're, you're like, I was like, Buff, are you good? And like a lot of people were complimenting me, like, oh, I can't, like I never seen anybody as different. I'm like, I know why in Florida because I'm wearing this vest. You're wearing a vest <laughs> in 90 degree <laughs> weather. And that was the that was the, the Disney trip where I sunburnt my head because yeah. I was bald and I was like, man, like if I'm dying over here in a tank top and no and no hair, you must be dying. There must must suck for you. And because you were also carrying the book around too, right? I was carrying, yeah, the so ju- journal three, journal, and yeah. I had a backpack. So you're just carrying extra weight no matter what, you know, right. with your for your cosplay. But everybody complimented me, so yeah, I was so I was like, ah. <laughs> I felt good about myself, you know, for um, once. So for me, the first time I did uh, the Uncle Iroh costume was two years ago because they had the um, the the av- the Bra- Braving the Elements panel, which is like the podcast with uh, Janet Varney and Dante Bosco. Um, where they talk about every episode, essentially every episode of the Avatar: Lost Air, uh, Airbender series, and I missed the panel. Unfortunately, it was it was booked to to the max basically, but I got a picture with them. Uh, and again, this is, this is like pandemic time, so they had like an acrylic wall between us and like the talent basically. Um, still got the picture, still fine. Um, that one had like foam armor that I wore on top of it, which was fine because it made it very light, but it still trapped heat, and that was the issue for me for wearing that costume. So this one I wore without without the armor uh, pieces on top of it. So it was like. You could still recognize it, like people still did recognize it, but a lot of people walk by and be like, "Oh, like, are you wearing something from this show?" And I was like, "No, uh, it's from you know Avatar: the Last Airbender, Uncle Iroh." And they're like, oh, "Okay, oh yo, yo, yeah, you're right." Then they, they notice it afterwards, right? Yeah. But because because obviously the armor is like a big piece of his kind of design, especially in the beginning part of the show. Um, but yeah, I was wearing a robe and like, and I was like, "Oh man, this is so much more comfy." And then. You know, because versus like other cosplay, you know, I look at other cosplays. I'm like they're wearing full armor, uh, you know, foam or whatever, and I'm just like, uh, this is fine. It still traps heat. <laughs> still right. gets still gets a little toasty, and then of course I was up carrying a backpack too the whole day, so I, I it gets a little toasty throughout the day. And I'm also I hate the shoes that I'm wearing for them, but you know it makes the outfit, so it's fine. I'll just deal with it, especially because there I, I do get stopped for a lot of photos when I do the Uncle Iroh cosplay because you know I'm a larger Asian man. I've got a beard on me. Um, I don't have the like long white flowing hair, but I you know I usually wear like a rice hat. Um, and for Avatar, people are mostly Ang or Zuko or uh, you know Korra. Any of the gang, yeah. basically. You um, know, it's rare that you do see an Iroh, so I think that's why people also take pictures. Yeah, and like and like for the also because I'm a young Iroh too at that too. You know what I mean? Like you know I, I I've seen like older um, older fans of the show. Um, be able to pull off the massive beard, like the, the the proper massive beard, right of him as an old man Iroh. Um, so I look a little younger, uh, but still try to be like jolly and happy and kind of you know just play into character kind of thing. You know, it's really it's really fun just to uh, stop and take photos with people, especially with people who are fans of the show that you're a fan of. So that that, that was fun. Um, and you said uh, the first year you had the mahjong piece, right? Oh, the pie show piece. Or the pie I, show. Yeah, the, yeah, the little, yeah. Uh, the um, yeah, I had the little the little the little um. The, tile. the white lotus tile, yeah, yeah, I had that one, um, and I was, and that's something that that makes yours unique. Like, you know, I have seen other Iros, like I saw the the jade robe Iro, yeah, or like I've the, seen the, him, the, yeah, the jade dragon, you know, like in the first couple appearances, like you said, with the armor and like yeah. the red robe, but, you know, that gives something that makes yours unique. Yeah, that you and the the piece. The the only thing that I couldn't do was I I don't want to wear the bald cap with like that long yeah. white hair. So I just use the rice the rice hat, mm-hmm. which he doesn't wear a rice hat in the show until they're like on the run from the Fire Nation technically. Right. right. But it's like you can kind of it's like eh, it doesn't really ruin the costume. It's more just like it's kind of an amalgamation of two outfits that he regularly wears basically throughout the show. So, um, 
but yeah, I, I was, it was cool. And then, um, yeah, so Friday, so, so rolling back a little bit. Friday, once we got our boost done, uh, crunchy. So for me, was crunchy roll, so I can get the Sailor Moon pin, which I really wanted because it was the the glitter one, the shiny one. And then you went down to Artist Alley, right? Our Artist Alley, because I had to get a signature done, and I was actually bought I bought a little Pochita plush, and I also bought the Crunchy Roll Hime Nendoroid. Um, and I think that was it for Crunchy Roll. Yeah, I think that was it. Well, you went to Good Smile also, I believe, right? Yeah, unfortunately, nothing exclusive this year for Good Smile was really hitting me because uh, this year was a Miku year. Um, I don't know if it's an it, anniversary it's year. It's always a Miku year. Yeah, to be fair, yeah, every year is Miku year, but um. A lot of it was the I think the Miku racing team I think that right that was that was the merch this year. Um, so I don't I, I'm I don't really follow the 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 team that I guess they're sponsored by or whatever. So I don't really, it's fine. Shout out to Jeff, big uh, big Miku fan. Sydney Miku. Yeah. Fan. Um, I mean, yeah, the designs are cool. It's just that like I I just personally hold no attachment to them. So I was like, it's whatever. Yeah. That being said, though, I did get to see a, a couple of the prototypes that are currently on the way for um Hall Live stuff. Like um, they had the prototype for uh, Takadashi Kiara there. Uh, they had two of the posable figures um, on display for prototypes as well, too, like with the actuating arms and stuff like that. And they also had the lapless uh, darkness one as well, too, for that one. They kind of had like a, I think the full piece, I think, since it was done, um, which is cool. It's just, you know, it just gets to see the stuff that's coming out soon. It's always I'm always a fan of. Um, they had some cool skateboard things too, like the skateboard decks. But that's another. Thing. I can't. I can't fall into the rabbit hole of collecting stuff. That's not, that's that's just already. And the a decks, lot. Uh, they get up there in price. They do. They're cool looking. They're great. But yeah. I just, yeah, they're they're expensive, and I didn't know it nowhere to put them. Um, for so good smile, like I saw, like I, I I was tempted by that Phoenix Wright Android, but you know I didn't pull the trigger, and then I. But that one, I believe, is relatively regularly in stock. Right, so or, or they re-ran it. I forget what it was. Yeah, there's like another another run of it. And that being said, it, it probably is going to be at Anime NYC as well. Yeah. So I, if you re, if you change your mind, you can just pull the trigger right then and there. I think if I was going to get anything, I would, like they had a uh, Maya Fey. My, oh, yeah. I think, they, I think they had a Maya before, right? That was yeah. part of the original run for Phoenix, right? But then uh, I also saw they're coming out with um, Sayori and Yuri from Doki Doki Literature mm, Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An Android, so I that was, the, pre- that was the previous one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so after Crunchyroll, I smelled my good smile. Didn't see anything that I really needed right off the bat. And then after that, I went to where the hell did I go? I'm trying to remember because I remember I was picking up something. Oh, New York Comic Con booth. That's what it was. Because uh, I wanted the the sweats, the, the, the track suit. Because I was like, it's cool looking. I was like, do I need it? <sighs> Not really. But like the more and more that I saw like the because uh, because some of the staff was wearing it, and I was like, damn it, it's really cool. <laughs> I kind of want it. Um, so I got into the line. Oh, another early. thing, the staff shirt uh, for New York Comic Con was cool. I think it said Bait Made Bait, It. Yeah, Bait Made It. It yeah. had, like, the Statue of Liberty, but she was going, like, super sick. Yeah, I was like, this is such a sick <laughs> shirt. And I was like, and then, like, we were a- we were asking the staff, like, can we buy that shirt? Like, cause, like I know, like, there must have been more than just whatever the staff had, right? right. There must have been, there must be a couple extra or something. And I was like, they were like, that's just for the staff only. I was like, shit. I, like, I That'll be on eBay, don't worry. It'll be on eBay eventually, yeah. right? We can get one. But it's a cool shirt. It's a really right. cool shirt. Um, and it's like the font, the front of the shirt has like the New York Comic Con in like the Dragon Ball Z font, basically. Yeah, right? it says like staff, I think, too. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, small bait just to remind everyone who, who, who was the ones in charge of designing and uh, distributing the shirts, I guess. Um, so I went to the New York Comic Con booth, bought the tracksuit. I didn't get the bucket hat. Not a big bucket hat guy. I don't think I can pull one off. I don't have confidence for it. And then I bought the split hoodie. You this, need confidence to pull a bucket hat? I'm, I'm not pulling, I'm not rocking that thing out in public. Um, 
but the they they the split hoodie. Like the, the, it was like the, it was like Captain America ish colors, like the lighter blue with the white, yeah. and the other side was like the Miles Morales style colors. It was like the dark dark blue, almost black with the red on it. Um, um, I was like, these are this is a this is a dope hoodie. I was like, I'll grab it because I've, I've I think this might be the first time in like all maybe almost in the ten years that I've been doing Comic Con that I've been like, man, I need to get something from the booth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like usually it's like yeah it's fine they're cool designs stuff like that but like not really for me not something I would wear. Yeah, but we've bought more from the Anime NYC. Bo- yeah, exactly. Um, oh, that being said, also that's the thing too. When I went to the Anime NYC, bo- uh, the uh, sorry, the New York Comic Con bo- uh, merch booth, it was Friday the Thirteenth, so they had an exclusive New York Comic Con shirt uh, with Jason's mask with a silhouette of New York on it for Friday the Thirteenth October for uh, New York Comic Con this year, and it was don't get me wrong, it's kind of sick. But it sold out right in front of me to XL, and I was like, okay, I wasn't dying for it. Uh, oh, well, did they have other sizes? Uh, like available large one? XL, two XL, and three XL were all sold out. Ah, so I, I could have got one. I you could have got, got the Schmedium. Yeah, the Schmedium. <laughs> um, I, I get it. <laughs> Does that say something about Comic Con? It's all large. It's people. all big people. Yeah. Um, I think it's also probably if you want to buy it, it's also easier to flip it if it's like a larger size or so. Um, that being because said, America is large yeah, people. people. Uh. It is a cool design. I was like, man, if I don't really care about Friday the Thirteenth, I don't really care about a lot of horror stuff. But that is a really cool right. Shirt. Like sometimes you just see like the exclusive stuff, and you're like, uh, because it's because we're from the the tri-state area, New Jersey, New York. It's just like, ah, oh, this is us. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, represent. Yeah, and like having that New York the New York skyline silhouette on on uh, Jason's mask is. I was like, damn, that kind of goes hard. It really is really cool. Uh, but I was like, eh, if it sells out, it sells out. If, I, if it's there, it's there. And like, it was like uh, maybe like ten people in front of me. I saw that. Yeah. I saw them crossing out, and I was like, it happens. Whatever. I mean, I'll still get my stuff that I wanted, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, oh, I also bought the uh, the Miles Morales exclusive long sleeve from the Marvel booth on Thursday because the Friday was the uh, Spider Gwen uh, color scheme, which was really cool. I really liked it. The artwork is really sick on it, but it's just so. It's that, that really bright cyan. I'm like, I have no idea how I'm gonna wear this. Like, I, I have no with idea. confidence. With confidence, it's not. I, I'm not a. I'm not like a, a color guy. A lot of my my. Um, Whoa, can you say that? Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of my wardrobe is canceled. Black and grays. Like, I'm very simple. Because you're you're a guy. Yeah, I'm a guy. I'll just keep it simple. Keep it simple. I don't want to think about my my wardrobe. So I was like, the Miles Morales is red and black. That's fine. Also, again, also very cool art on it. It's just that like. I flipped the coin. I basically, actually, on Thursday, I flipped the coin. I was like, because I was, I, I was already in line for the Moon Knight pin. Um, and I was like, flip the coin. If it's heads, I grab Miles. If, if it's tails, I'll wait until tomorrow. I'll grab the, the, the Gwen uh, long sleeve instead. Heads, I was like, cool. Getting everything done right now. We're done. I had uh, a piece Momoko signing for, uh, I have a comic and then a, couple, a friend of mine who wasn't able to attend on Friday because he flew out after Thursday. Uh, he attended Thursday, but he had to fly out for a wedding. So I had I was I got his, some of his comics signed and one of mine signed and I I was like mine my, just for my personal collection because uh, I'm a relatively new fan of hers, um, but her her designs are really cool um, and I actually have uh, one from her DC because she, she does a lot of Marvel stuff because uh, I think she even has her own like story set with Marvel so uh, surpri- surprisingly I have one of the DC ones um, so I was like that's really, it's really really cool you know what kind of like, it's kind of like Japanese watercolory kind of style to it. And then a couple of friends might actually won uh, the print. I think she was selling a couple of prints actually, so they got they got hers as well too there. And then basically once I was done at like, not even one. I may, I went there early and she the line wasn't crazy. They were do, 
her lines have been insane the last couple of years because she's like a massive artist now, essentially. But like, there was a, like last year there was a fight. Like I guess it was controlled because there were you had to reserve a spot. Reserve right? a spot, yeah, yeah, and you had to get lucky for that one too because they sold out very very quickly. Um, I got a spot and I was like, cool, very quick. They were like, yeah, if you want to go ahead right now, just go ahead, get it done. I was like, cool, awesome, thank you, thank you for like letting me just kind of go ahead of my time slot. I was kind of like you know worried I was gonna have to wait there for like half an hour and just like you know just kind of like just, just hang out and do nothing. Um, there's also a dog there. That was kind of cool. Um, and then I got my stuff signed. And then, yeah, like I just met up with like you know, the friends again. Also, my um, Jeff came there with his uh, new wife, right? Not Katobi. Fernandez. No, uh, Fernandez, yeah. yeah he, as I mentioned before, he, got, he just got married like earlier that week. Um, so, you know, from the look like she was enjoying herself for, the fir- for her first, like, you know, major convention because I don't think she ever she's ever been to one. Um, and it's... You know, you're kind of, she's never been to one, you're kind of dragging her into, like, the deep end. <laughs> like, this, New York Comic Con's a big convention. You know, it's very busy, it's packed. Was it's Comic Con like, your first convention? Like, period? Uh, I think, no, I went to, like, a small-ish convention in Atlantic City years ago. Like, 2011-ish, maybe, 2010. Okay. Um, yeah, com- New York Comic Con was my first convention, yeah. 2011. And, like, and, not in, and like if, also, if I, if I, if I, if I want to include, like, a car show, I went to, like, you know... The I went to the car show in Lake City in 2009. Oh yeah, that's true. That's similar. So like I've done. Th- oh, yeah, I've I've been to the New York City car show. Yeah, I've never been to the New York City one. I've been to the one in Lake City, and I went to one in like Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I've I've been to like a small-ish convention before. Um, I guess, I mean, I, I car sh- the car show is a convention, but I, I, it's, it's, a, has, it's a different vibe. It, yeah, it's, it's a, a very it's a very different vibe. Yeah, I, I get that. Um, but it's still technically yeah, a convention right. of some sort. Um, but. The one in uh, Atlantic City was so that's the car show, and then it was some sort of like small anime convention. Like okay. it, it might it might be bigger now from for all I know. Like one of the because there's still in a, a convention in Atlantic City. I don't remember the name of it, but um, it might be the same one. It might have gotten bigger from this point on, but I haven't been to it ever since. Um, but yeah, my 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 first like major convention, yeah, like that's again 2013 ish. I think is when I started going to New York Comic Con. So that's like my the major convention I was attending. Uh, I guess I've been to Beer Fest too. That's a convention. I guess it's a convention, okay. right? It's, I guess it's, that's it's a different feel, also. Different feel because you're woozy. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that's kind of anything else that I had to do on Friday. Friday, you also got the Dante Bosco signing. True. Yeah, that's the that's what it was. So I I, I got something signed. I came back. I was in line for a couple signings in uh, Artist Alley. Uh, I was just trying to buy some prints and stuff like that, and. Uh, you know, looking for uh, some artists that I've seen some of this stuff for. And uh, as I was waiting for my signature, I was like, oh, it's getting a little late. I should probably, like, run over now. And then I ran upstairs to where I thought the booth was because it was I went to the, where it was last year, which was over in, like, the... The 3,000s. The 3,000s, kind of, yeah, like, to the far... Yeah. Like, pa- like, near the Crystal Palace, if not farther right than the Crystal, Crystal Palace used to be in the location of the floor map. I messaged Buffa, and he goes, oh, it's a 1200. I'm like, shit, I have to cross the whole fucking floor, and it's Friday afternoon now. Like, everyone's here. Like, the, the crowd has finally, like, start, gotten kind of, like, wild, like the typical, you know, like, near Comic-Con. Like, and you're in your uncomfortable Iro shoes. I'm in, my, I'm in my really, really uncomfortable Iro shoes, and I'm, like, trying to move across this convention. Uh, I had, like, and luckily I only had one bag on me, right? Yeah, you were in your uncomfortable Iro shoes, and then, you know, I thought <laughs> I was in casual clothes on Friday after Thursday of being dressed up. Like I said, I was uh, Makoto Yuki from Persona 3, so I had on the full um, GekuCon high school uniform. And for those who don't know, it's like a button-up shirt, 
slacks. Uh, you have like the the jacket and like a little tie and stuff. And normally I hate wearing dress up wear, like I'm <laughs> on my days off or when I don't have to. So I'm in a full like you know more or less suit, and I'm just like ah, oh, I'm very hot. Like you're around all these people and it's just very uncomfortable. So I was like, oh, I gotta be comfortable today. But while you were getting uh, your Dante Bosco signing, I was getting my um, my Rengoku pop signed. I saw Buff on a line <laughs> there for a different voice actor. And you just pointed me like, yeah, that's the line for Dante. I'm like, okay, cool. Sure, no problem. I see the line. It's like, it's not too, too bad. And I then walk- it wrapped around the <laughs> I, walk- I walked to the, the guy who I thought had like the little pa- little stick paddle that says, like, end of the line. I was like, is this the line for Dante Bosco? He goes, yeah, back there. I'm like, okay. We'll keep going. Find another guy. This line for Don Bosco? Yeah, back there. I'm like, oh, God, no. I got, like, three people down the line. I'm at the end of the line. And that line was an hour and a half, almost two hours for me to get up to the, up front. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, like, remember before you make friends in line because you're waiting, you're spending all your time in the lines anyway. I, this is, unfortunately, one of the awkward ones where I did not make friends with people in line. The people in front of me were really weird, and the people behind me just did not want to talk at all. So I'm like... Cool. I'm just gonna stand here with my headphones on and just listen to some, listen to some music while I'm waiting here for the next hour and a half, two hours. Uh, that being said, I did, I did get to shoot the shit a little bit with the um, one of the guys running the line. Um, he was a, he was a big uh, TMNT fan, right. and he was telling me uh, he was working for the Seven Seven Bucks of Pop booth. Um, he was a big TMNT fan. He said he had done the Baltimore Comic Con recently. That was like a week ago or something like that. Um, and he had done Emerald City Comic Con once. And we were kind of like shooting the shit about like. Uh, Experiences. Yeah, like uh, I was like saying, like um, every TMNT cartoon has been good. Basically, every one of them has been good. Uh, the two, yeah, the first two live actions were pretty good. Well, the first one's really good. The second one's like pretty good. Third one, eh, got a little weird. And then we don't talk about the live action TV series, <laughs> right? Um, but overall, like TMNT has had a pretty good run. So, like, like surprisingly, some pretty good staying power. Uh, we were kind of shooting the shit for you know again. It's also another thing too, because like even though we said like we talk to people in line or whatever, but like the staff there are also nerds. You know what I mean? Like they're they're working there, so they clearly they're fans of something. You know what I mean? Like hopefully for them, you just hope that hopefully they have a good convention that they can get a little away from their booth to go have some fun and actually do some cool shit. So uh, you know, I joined talking to him, and then by the time I got up front for Dante Bosco, I got him to sign the um, Avatar: The Last Airbender art book that I have, which I've gotten um, Greg Baldwin, the voice of Ira, to sign, and Jesse Flowers, to the voice of Toph, to sign as well, too, on the, her character page. So I was having Dante Bosco sign uh, the Zuko page. And uh, this is a little fun little bit here where some cosplayers came by who weren't there, who they, they, they I don't think they were going to be able to wait in the line, I think, essentially. They just wanted to at least come by and say hi kind of thing, just like without stealing anyone's too much people's time. I think they were talking about going on the line, like because we were at the front, so they were going to go on the back, and I was like, you know. Oh, okay, so I don't, I don't know. If the, I, they said they were going to go on the back of the line. I don't know if they actually waited the two hours. Okay, yeah, because because from from my spot it was like an hour and a half, almost two hours already, and that was past the good smile booth. Like it wrapped around like two booths already. So he he got a video with them on. You know, he took took a video of them. Uh, it was like a Korra and Ang, a Kyoshi warrior, and then he actually turns the camera over to me, kind of surprising me a little bit. I was like standing in line, in my Iro costume, and then he even tagged all of us on Instagram. On uh on his uh, Instagram story, and I was like, oh, I really appreciate that. It was a you know nice little shout out. It was, it was fun. I was in the video too. I don't understand why he didn't ask for mine. Because you, know? <laughs> you weren't dressed up as anything from Avatar: Last Airbender. Yeah, but he showed me. You just a generic Asian guy. <laughs> <laughs> um. So there's those in Avatar. <laughs> yeah, true. You're right. You like I could have been this guy number three. Yeah. <laughs> 
I should have just been holding a cabbage or something. Yeah, I, I did see a couple cabbage merchants actually this year. Um, surprisingly, actually, because I remember. I feel like you you, you see one. You see a couple, right? Um, I've seen one guy pushing a cart around. Yeah, the whole cart. Like, yeah, like, uh, two years that, ago. That's, that's too much. It's a lot. Yeah, that was, that was two years ago because that was doing the, that was the convention. That was the panel. That was that's why cause right. that was the big one where everyone. That was a lot of Avatar Lost Airbender that year. Um. So that was cool. I got to meet Dante Bosco, uh, have a short conversation with him. I showed him the picture that I took with him two years ago after the um, after the panel, and um, got him to sign uh, the art book on the Zuko page. You guys talked about being Filipino, being you know. Filipino, um, and talking about you know. And again, like, maybe that's why he didn't want to talk to me. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I, I had to like you know, I, just a quick little bit. You know, we talked about like trying not to be awkward, not trying to hold you know too much time for a lot of these uh, actors or talents or whatever in the convention. It's like you know, you don't want to take up too much time. You don't want to be trying not to be awkward. But it's like hey, but like I watched Dante Bosco as a kid being like the cool, being like a cool Asian character in media. You know what I mean? Like you know, because especially back in the nineties, like. If you were Asian, you were kind of just like everyone just kind of just assumed you were a nerd or kind of geeky. You know what I mean? You couldn't really. Everyone kind of just called you Jackie Chan or Bruce Lee. Yeah, exactly. And then like, you know, but having like Dante Bosco being Asian and being specifically Filipino, you know, was like a big deal for me. It's like you know, like oh, well, I don't even know what a Filipino is, and like Rufio, like that yeah. cool motherfucker's Filipino. You know what I mean? I get to, I get to, I get to hold that one up as like a flag for me as a as a win. Or like Young Bosch as the second uh, Black Ranger. Yeah, exactly. Like um, and like for Don DeBasso, like you know, he, he was on he had the, uh, like he he was on an episode of Fresh Prince where he was Ashley's boyfriend. You know what I mean? Like come on, that's like that's like, that's really big, for, especially for a, you know, as a kid seeing a cool representation thing. You know, especially like on TV. You know what I mean? Like not not being the 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 nerdy sidekick to a main character. So I was like, you know, for me, like I. W- and uh, was it he um, take the lead with um, Antonio Banderas? I think it was right. He was the dan- the dance movie. Again, it was not it was it was a, it was a, it was a cheesy fun movie from the the two thousands. But I enjoyed the hell out of that because again, he was a he was a cool character in that one. You know what I mean? Like, uh, um, I, like for me, like I grew up watching him. So why didn't you get him to sign a copy of that movie? <laughs> we'll talk about the movie. So, <laughs> I was in Iroh costume. I was in the Avatar: Last Airbender. Um, you should have been in that costume. <laughs> Just like so, like a, just a black shirt and black <laughs> pants. We wore like tango clothing. Yeah, you're like you should have been dancing <laughs> up to him. You're like I saw you're like I, you know what movie I'm from. I saw a couple people doing uh, Jake Long. Uh, like okay. a, they had, some people had like a, a print of like Jake Long because he also the voice of him from um for that one too from the Disney Channel. Um, so I was like yeah I was like, I was hyped to see him and see you know see him again. I was like, was like yeah big fan. So I was just again I'm not, not, not I was trying to trying to keep it cool, not trying to be too. Mushy, or trying to tell my whole life story. It was like, hey man, big fan. You know, as a kid, you know, having some representation, seeing it on screen, is cool. You know, I really appreciated that. And, you know, got to bond over being Filipino with him as well for like a minute. And then cool, got them up. We're out. And that was it. That was basically my my Friday. I, again, it was a good day. I had, at that point, I've officially essentially gotten everything that I wanted done. And it was before four o'clock. And it, yeah, it was like super early. It was like cool. Like we can like like if we want to leave right now, we could. Like I had no problem with, with doing so. One of the coolest things about, like, meeting a talent, though, is when they are genuinely nice. And, you know, whether they're faking it or not or they're putting on an act, yeah. it, it just makes you feel good when they're like, oh, like, how you doing? Or, oh, I really like your costume. Yeah, or, you yeah. know, like, you know, <laughs> for one of your heroes to kind of be, like, you know, appreciating you, it's, like, it's a, it's a weird feeling. Yeah, because, you know, I, I've, sp- I've spent my entire, like, I spent, like, the entire two hours, like, man, I, I, I I'm, it's cool I'm going to see Dante, I'm, but I'm stuck in this line. You know what I mean? But I'm, I'm excited. I'm still excited to meet him this entire time. Right. And then he he gi- and, you know, he gives you props. I'm like, oh, that's sick. You know what I mean? That's like, that, that's such like an up, that's like such a nice little like uplift, especially if you know you're you've had a r- long you know super long day. You're super tired. and You're just like, oh man, that was awesome to hear a compliment from like you know the person who I'm here to see. 
Yeah, because I got him to sign my Zuko pop a couple of years ago when you did the panel, mm-hmm. or when you missed the panel, I guess I should say. Yeah, I missed the panel, but I got the photo op. Right. But the photo op is separate from autograph session. So I was dressed as uh, Shoto Todoroki from My Hero Academia at the time, and like when I went up to sign him, he's like, oh, like cool costume. You know, we're basically the same character. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. terrible father, you know, like... <laughs> Fire sc- burn scars yeah, on yeah, the face. Yeah, it's basically like, oh, same, same, same. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I-, I always thought that was funny. Yeah, and it, it, again, it's it's a nice little like nice little little. Uh, boost, it's it's like an icebreaker, yeah. yeah. You know, it's fun, and again, I was like really appreciate it. And then I've I, I've been making this joke that every person who I've seen and or met at uh, the convention has been my best, my new best friend. Like, so I, Tim Curry is my best friend on Thursday, and then I saw Bob Wolf from the Wolf Den um, YouTube channel. Saw him. He was taking, I think he was getting some uh, some some B roll for his because I'm assuming he's gonna have a video on it. Um, but then Dante Bosco tagged him in an Instagram, and now he's his, like, Dante, mega best friend. Best friend. <laughs> Dante, Dante, hello, Dante. Hi, hey, Dante. He's gonna. He, he's taken uh, Lacan's brother's spot as his best man at yeah. his wedding. You know, <laughs> when he gets married. Um, we we put into we're gonna we're gonna edit Dante Bosco's IMDb and just have like like best friend Lacan. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was that was my Friday, and again, basically for the most part, I was done, and I had a, a pretty good. I had a much better personal experience on Friday versus Thursday because Thursday was. A bit rough around there. Like there was like there were some like parts of. It was a little that, more hectic, I guess. Yeah, you that rubbed me say. the wrong way a little bit too. Um, but yes, yeah, so I, I again, I only went the two days, but that being said, I had a pretty solid two days, so good time for me. So how about you? My Friday was also better, you know. Uh, like you said, we I rushed in on Friday. I got the fig pins I missed out on. I got the logo. I got the Ahsoka. A couple more I needed. Um, then. I knew I wanted to get some things signed. I knew these people were going to be there and that I could go get them signed. So uh, I went to a booth to get my Brook Pop signed by Ian Sinclair, the voice actor. And he also is very nice. He was talking to everybody in the Brook voice, or he also does, uh, you you say, to say it, Weiss. Weiss, yeah. <laughs> From uh, Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there was a good mix of people there for both. You know, both characters are pretty popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both animes are very popular. And it was cool because he was wearing, like, One Piece stuff. He was like, yeah. Oh, cool. He was like, oh, I walked by a booth before, and they were just handing me stuff to wear. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, oh, look at this book pack I got from there. And you're like, yeah, that's sick. <laughs> it was a sick book bag, but supposedly it's, like, almost $200. So I was like, Oof. oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ooh, no, thank well, you. Well, good thing you're the talent. They're just, <laughs> giving, they're just giving it away. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, give me the book bag. That's cool. Yeah, that, that's also cool to see, like, Someone you're a fan of also be a fan of like what they're working on too. It's also very very nice to see. Right, like I have seen some voice actors also cosplay as the character. The character, yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, that always makes it feel like oh, it's coming alive too. Yeah, yeah. I also saw someone gave him a picture that they made. It was Brooke dressed as Weiss. Oh, really? And that's I was like, like, oh, that's like a sick. Collab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, I got my pop sign. You know, he wrote a quote on it. He wrote "Yo ho ho" on it also. Yeah. So like, you know. So when you, so when you get stuff signed, do you usually get it personalized to you as well, too, or not? I try to. Try like, to, right? Cause um, like, you know, sometimes they charge a little extra for that. But like, I'm like, oh, I have no intention of selling yeah, the signed stuff yeah. because I'm like, oh, I got the experience to meet the people. Like, I, I wait in line. Like, you know, I'm gonna keep it unless mm-hmm. someone's gonna give me like a million dollars for it. I'm yeah, not like, yeah, like. There's been a lot of that, obviously, especially in the last couple of years. It's, it's gotten more and more. I feel like it got a little bit insane a little bit in the artist alley because of that. Yeah, because uh, I noticed more voice actors or actors are charging more to get pop signed. Yeah, because I 
I think they realize a lot of people are just getting stuff signed just to sell it with their signature on, essentially. Yeah, I I guess I have a story for my next signature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it, yeah. But, like, so because of that, essentially, autographs have climbed in price because I think a lot of them have realized that people are just signing multiple. They even, very clear now, one thing, you know, per signature, this is the price. And, like, you know what I mean? Right, or it says, like, oh, Figma or Collectible or Pop signed yeah. is 80 compared to if you're just getting, like, a, a book piece of paper or something. Yeah. yeah, it's like 60 bucks or whatever. But again, they're charging more for like the individual collectible items now. Uh, I mean, sure, make yours. You know what I mean? Get, get your get your cut. You know what I mean? Because like, if you're going to, if someone's going to sell it for. I guess the thing is, though, so many people are getting signatures now. It's like, oh, it is saturating the market. So it's like, <laughs> are you really making that much money? Like, yeah. And to me, the experience of the signature is meeting the person. Yeah, like, for me as well the same thing. It's like meeting like, them. Like, oh, it's being, cool. Being, like, being a fan. Having like a memory of meeting the person, like, you know, them getting a quote on it because sometimes like I have a quote in mind for a character. Other times I'm like, oh, like what's, like, because I watch a lot of the sh- uh, the shonen animes. I'm like, what's your favorite move that you do? Yeah. Or okay. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I know um, I got my All Might signed by Chris Sabat and I was like, oh, I have like two or three quotes in mind. I said it. I'm like, pick your favorite, and he mm-hmm. picked his favorite. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I remember when I met uh, Jesse Flowers, the voice of Toph. Um, so you asked me, you want anything specifically in your thing? I was like, just my name and like, uh, like you know, any, any what is your whatever your to- favorite Toph quote is. And she she put, I'm the melon, I'm the melon lord. Right. And I was like, that's 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 a good quote. It's fine. Just get two Lacan, I'm the melon lord, and then Jesse Flowers her signature. It's great. Um, well, for- with your Dante Bosco one instead of. Hi, hello, Zuko yeah. here. You had hello, Lacan, Zuko here. here. Yes, yeah, so it gets personalized for me. And again, I'm not, it's part of a book. I'm trying to get all of the voice actors, if possible, to sign the, their character pages, basically. Um, and then he's gonna sell the book. Just the entire book. <laughs> that just has my name plastered yeah, all over plastered it. All over. <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's it's, a, it's for me. You know what I mean? That's what it is. Like I, I want this stuff for me. I want I want to personalize. I prefer it to be personalized. You know what I mean? Because yeah, ironically, I also have hello, Zuko here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and you know, just because you know, again, like a lot of people just they sign and then just a like just a generic signature, and it's like, okay, I'm, I know exactly what's happening to that. It's getting you know, it's getting put up online. You know what I mean? Yeah. For a lot of those, a lot of those. No, it's for me. I, I'm I'm a nerd, and I follow I follow them as a performer, as an actor, or whatever, as a voice talent, anything. Um, as an artist, it's like, yeah, no, I I want this for me, this is for my collection. Okay, um, but yeah, so I'm sorry for taking over that for a minute, but yeah, go go for um, you said you're getting some stuff signed for yeah. So after that, um, I had a little time, so I was walking around checking out some other booths. I didn't, you know, I, I said I bought a one piece shirt from Bait, but then I didn't notice they had like a whole other kind of one piece merch booth. Um, it was in a collaboration with Dimac, I think that's what Steven. Oh, Dimac, yeah, 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 Steven Ioki, yeah. Yeah, so they had a bunch of stuff. I, I stood online for like a couple hours for that. Um, I got a one piece hat. It's fire though. Like the, yeah, the, 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 the collab, that collab is pretty sweet. Right. I got some like I got some pins there, and like the pins are like pretty gigantic. Like yeah, really good size. Chunky pins. Yeah. Marvel had some really big pins too because Marvel Snap was doing pins, and, and those are character those are yeah. character cards in the right. game. And then um, what I, I spent like a hundred fifty bucks there, so I got a tote with like one of the the devil fruits on it. Oh, six. Yeah. That's awesome. And I, well, because I originally wanted to buy the tone, they were like, oh, you have to spend like a certain amount on these. And I'm like, and they're like, oh, and each specific day there's a different fruit. I'm like, fruit. I'm like, fucking son of a bitch. Yeah. Like, you're you're, you're going to catch me spending how much every day if you, if you knew yeah, that I'm that like, was a I'm deal. I'm like, you bastards. <laughs> but, you know, they got my money. They, they got my time. So <laughs> they won. <laughs> you still gave in. You still right. paid for it anyway. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I want that bag. <laughs> 
But uh, after that, um, there was this one author, Rebecca Yaros, that was doing a signing. To be honest, I don't know who she is. My sister's friend, Adriana, <laughs> asked me if I could go get that book for her. So I went and got the book, and I noticed there was already, like, Three, four hundred women waiting in line for Ooh. the signature. Is she like a, a, a popular like female like female writer? Is that why? Or I don't know. I don't know anything de- about. Is her demographic maybe mostly female? I guess maybe. That's what it seems like waiting online, online. But there was a lot of people like dressed in costumes. I guess of her books and stuff okay. like that. But I was just like, oh, I was just charged with getting the signature, and I was like, I already bought the book for thirty dollars, so I'm like, I'm getting the signature regardless. Yeah, you already spent. So the I noticed like. There was already staff there, like, trying to calm the people down. It's like, oh, you guys are in, like, a mob. Like, you guys need to form a line. So when he was like, oh, you guys form up on this wall, I rushed to, like, the front of the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like... In the chaos. you In, in the chaos of already 400 people waiting there, and then, like, I'm one of the first 30 people. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yeah, so, look... Yo, line, at, lines are insane. Right, at Comic-Con, you can't be nice. You like, be you nice. have to be very aggressive. Yeah. I mean, I got, I got screwed out the first day of Figpin. Like, right. I got screwed out. Like, no, that's my fault for trying to be nice to people. Right. And then, you know, don't be, like, afraid to be aggressive. Yeah. Like, don't know. be, like, a dick. But, like, you know, but, like, you have to be aggressive. You have yeah. To, you you, like, no one's going to put you over. You have to kind of put yeah, yourself kinda, over. Yeah. It's, it's kind of it's like being, like, in, like, a like a show, like, in a mosh pit. You're trying to catch up. You're, if you're trying to cut through the pit to go to the front of the front of the, the crowd to be, at, like, you know, to be right next to the stage, you have to, like, kind of shove your way through shit. You know what I mean? Right. A little bit. Um, again, I'm not barreling through people on the on the on the show floor, but like if I'm trying to get into line and things are kind of like a hectic, it's like no, I'm gonna I'm gonna shove my way up front. That's just how it is. And I guess on the same token, the staff are gonna be the same because if they let somebody walk over them, the staff is just gonna get walked over. Yeah. So they have to be a little aggressive. So yeah. they're not trying to be dicks, but they kind of have to be. Yeah, and like and and you can tell if you for if you're like a veteran in your Comic Con, like if you have like a cop next to like a booth like that must have been a booth that must have been really bad last year right or something must have happened you know what i mean like a uh, peace moment going she had like uh cuz she had uh like a handler uh the cgc guy like you know, the guy who does the the grading like you know the other who works for the grading company yeah. and then her husband is kind of like helping her get comics prepped so she can assign them really quickly and move right. along kind of thing and it's just like i remember the 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 big dude there was just like not having it he's like have your stuff out get your stuff move along and i was like Okay. But that should be a courtesy also. I, I hate when people are online and don't know what they want when they get to the... I'm yeah. like, you were standing on this line for two hours, dude. You don't know what and, shirt and you, you want. And, and, and like, especially if like certain people already have a specific thing. Like, I'm only doing this. I'm only signing five things. Like, again, you can say, hello, thank you, big fan, kind of thing, as they're doing the signing kind of thing, and move along. Like, you know they're busy the whole day. They, they've got things to do. You know what I mean? Like, know what you're doing. Like, don't don't waste anybody else's time when you're there. Yeah. It's it's so... It's like... It's, it's, it's like I get it for some people are like first time, you know, convention goers and stuff like that. But it's like, yeah, you you're you're in New York. You got to move it along. Like everyone moves with a with a with a reason around here, kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So I got that book signed. Yeah. I tried to get it personalized, but she said she wasn't doing any personalization. Okay. So just a signature only. That's it. Yeah. Okay. We still got something out of it, though, right? Yeah. And I mean, you know, I was giving it to someone, so I felt awkward not knowing what to talk about. Yeah. I I think it was her son there. He was dressed as Captain America, so I was like, oh, you. I didn't know you were bringing Chris Evans with you, and we all got a laugh. Oh god. Yeah. Something. Something good. It's something goofy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like you know, you're you're talking you're talking to thousands of people a day. Even even as a goer, you know what I mean. You're interacting with thousands of people that day. Then if you're or a talent, you're like, I can't even imagine how many people you have to, you have to interact with the entire throughout right. the entire day when you're just stuck in one spot basically the whole time. Um, so you know, like any little anything to like lighten up the mood and kind right. of make it a little more casual and have more fun with it. I'm, I'm sure they appreciate it. So right. So then after that, you know, at the same time you were 
doing the Dante Bosco signing. I was doing uh, for Mark Witten. He's the voice of Rengoku. Yeah. Sedith from Fire Emblem Three Houses. So um, I jumped on that line. That still took like a long time, like an hour and a half, but I was pretty close in line. So there was a guy, a couple in front of me. He pulled out like six pops and, okay. you know, he wanted them all signed yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And like, you know. Did he sign all six? Huh? Did he sign all six? He signed all six. Okay. Guy paid for him. Okay. I, but so what I was noticing with Mark, he was very nice to everybody. And like I said, that's like a great feeling when the guy seems like he's uh, very seems genuine. A genuinely nice person. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, They're especially with little kids, he, he was, seemed very nice to them. Can kind of pop into character real quick, to right? Get he, yeah, pop into character. He he was like talking in the voice of Rengoku because mo- that's what most of the people were there for. You know, he's shaking their hands, like you know, appreciating that they came to the con. And then, like when he was signing the stuff, he was like, he was taking his time with it. Like you know, he was doing it in different colors for like, oh, like two, like for mine, it was two. Andrew like was in yellow. The quote was in red. His signature was in orange. Yeah, everybody like, showed me. I was like, no, that's that's. Yeah. It, look, it looks because it, it follows the the scheme of the color scheme. Right. So he made makes, like a white flame, like kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. he was like doing that for everybody. But the guy who had like six, he was just oh red, yeah, red, just move along. Red. You're you're asking a lot here. And, right. Like, he's already doing. He's like he's already doing a lot for individual pieces for people. Right. And like you know, none of them had the name on it. So I'm like, uh, you know. Yeah. You're, this guy's just everyone flipping. in line. We're kind of like boo. Boo, yeah, <laughs> boo, <laughs> boo this man. <laughs> everyone collectively boo this man. <laughs> But no, he's very nice. You know, he took the time to talk to everyone, and I appreciate that. Yeah, and I usually nice. appreciate that. I guess I have a story from last year. Um, Sean Schimmel, the voice of uh, Goku. Oh, Goku. Yeah. Last year, I know I-, I saw online that when I was waiting for Chris Sabat, he was asking people. People were taking pictures of him. You know, and he was like, "Oh, guys, yeah, walking like, through the crowd." He's, he's like, "Guys, I'm charging for pictures. Like, if you want a picture with me, yeah. like, that's cool. But you know, I'm charging like ten dollars for it, and like, it's his right." You know. Yeah, he's 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 he's, he's the he's, talent. He's the talent. He's there working. He's still working technically. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so you know, and then pe- the same people kept doing it, and then he was like, he's like, okay, guys, you're gonna have to get out in line. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not having yeah, this. Like yeah. I told you once. Like I tried to be nice. Like yeah. And then you guys are pushing. Right. And then he's like, he's like, actually, like we're just gonna take a. I'm taking a break now. Like and he, yeah, like stormed off. So it's like you know, like we said, try and be nice to the the talent. To the talent. Yeah. Again, like yeah, like and. I get it. You're some people are just excited, but like, and some people just don't have like developed social cues. I guess you know right. what I mean. But it's like that he vocally warned them. Like you know what I mean. Like guys, I'm asking you nicely. You know what I mean. Right. It's like, like, and again, if you're a fan of them, you would listen to them. You know what I mean. But like, some people are just like kind of just dicks about it. And they just right. kind of force their way through and like, they barrel through. Shit. Like, yeah, they don't have any fucking tact. You know what I mean. That's what it is. They're fucking socially awkward. They don't want to fucking listen to people. It, it sucks because like, then now it's like oh he's gonna take a break now you're stuck there waiting for however long until he want actually wants to come back kind of thing you know right I mean? and if you know like Comic Con is very scheduled so it's like oh if you anticipate oh, I'm gonna get this signature half hour blah 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 yeah and now it's like oh and then I got this 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 and you have to be at a panel like in two hours you're yeah. like oh fuck now my whole schedule's done it's fucked exactly so yeah you, like be nice like yeah. I, I, we we just we just talked about like being like you know kind of pushy a little bit and kind of like not taking you know, not taking any shit from anybody but like. But like you know, listen to the talent. Yeah, like, at the very least, right? Because yeah. like they, because like like they made decide I'm not coming back here ever again. Right. Because like I don't I don't like the crowd here. You know what I mean? Like you, you don't want that to happen. And I feel just, like I see Chris Abad a lot. I don't see Goku a lot. No, uh, yeah. so, um, Shemmel's not. I don't. Think, he, I don't think he's like as regular to like 
at least this area, from my understanding. Like, I think right, because that was the first time I saw him, and maybe in uh, New York, right? Like, I feel yeah. like I've been almost seen him like maybe once before, right? Like, but that's really that's really about it. Like, I've, I might have seen him back in like maybe twenty, like some of the right. early the mid twenty tens, and that's really about. I haven't seen him in the in recent years anyway. But I think for like the West Coast stuff, he does. I think he's a little bit more regular. I think again, I can't can't be sure of that because I haven't I haven't attended the West Coast conventions yet. Um, but yeah, so you, so you got uh, uh, the Rengoku signature. That was was that the end of your day then, or do you still have more stuff going on at that point? No, that was it. I got you know three different things signed. I bought some merch. You know, yeah, got, that's the thing. Got they, the extra yeah, pins yeah, I needed, and then it was kind of like you know I ate some food or <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that that's that's because again like the thing is usually when I'm in cosplay. I mean, yours was a little different because you, you, when I'm in cosplay, I try not to buy too much because I don't want to be like carrying a bunch of stuff while I'm in costume because it also like to like have to take a photo. It's like, okay, let me take the backpack off. Let me drop the bags, so, you know, to kind of get back into kind of character to get a proper, properly good photo or whatever. Right. Um, cause you know, even though you're not, you're not like, you're not acting as the character, you know, you're, you're, you are, you're kind of embodying the character a little bit for the day. You know what I mean? The, if people want to see a picture of you or see you got to do something like I did the Fire Nation salute pretty often throughout the whole day yesterday or um, on Friday, so you know it's, it's something. You know yeah, I mean? when I was Makoto, I had the evoker, so like I would always point it to my head. Yeah, to, yeah, to, to to be the pose exactly. Yeah, to do the pose, the iconic pose. Yeah. So you want like luckily for that one, like if you have a backpack, you can kind of it kind of hides itself in like the black of the your your uh, your kind of suit jacket or your coat or whatever. Right, a bit. and you know I'm a high school student anyway. It makes so sense to have you have <laughs> right. a backpack on exactly. Yeah. But for me, it's like Uncle Iroh just rocking this you know this, this military looking backpack. It's right. like what's happening over here? He is military. Yeah, he is. But it's like but it's, we're talking but, but know, not, uh, not American yeah, not, not American Molly Molly gear and all that stuff. Yeah, um, but you know yeah I've had a pretty, I had a pretty pretty solid. Thursday, Friday for me. And then you went yesterday as well, right? And then I also went Saturday. Yeah, you're, uh, man, <laughs> I thought I was feeling rough on Friday when I passed out on Friday night. I did not wake up until like 1 p.m. <laughs> on like Saturday. I, and I, I woke up, I had something else to do on Saturday and I just was like, oh God, I woke up so late. And I just messaged who I needed to. I was like, "Hey, can I just do this from home?" Like, I'm just like, "I'm, I'm sorry." It's just like, I'm, I'm feeling like trash today with like the meanest headache, super dehydrated. And like, I've been popping these like I have these um like um electrolyte powders. Yeah. And I've been nonstop with those. Just you know what I mean? Because like I've I've even though like I drink a decent amount of water at these conventions, I don't want to drink too much because I don't want to stop. Oh yeah, bathroom. Like, there's also a line for the bathroom. There's a line for the bathroom, <laughs> and by like. And those bathrooms are pretty gross by, like, by like the second an, hour. Yeah, <laughs> by like an hour in, they're already pretty rough. And this is like, man, I don't, I, don't, I want to try not to be using the restrooms as much as I can if possible in the convention center. So but the, I'm usually a little cranky because, like you said, like no coffee I, for you. Yeah, in the no mornings. coffee. So I'm just like, oh man. Like, yeah, you're kind of on edge already a little bit to begin with. Um, but I had like a little bit of tea, just a little bit of caffeine to get yeah. me through the beginning part of the day. And then by the like the later half of the day, it's like no, just give me coke. Like I just need like a Coca Cola, no, Sprite, cocaine. yeah, cocaine, uh, hard drugs. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like coke, ginger ale, you know, any of those. Like I don't, I don't, I will pay seven dollars for a bottle of coke. I just yeah. need sugar. I need to get through this shit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so for your your Saturday, so you went you went Saturday again. It was raining unfortunately this time uh, this weekend. Yeah, luckily um, it didn't start. Uh, really, it, it was down. like drizzling a little bit when I got there. But when they let us in, it wasn't raining too, like hard at all. So okay. I'm like, oh good. But that also packs the building more because now there's nobody hanging out outside. Yeah, but you know, luckily, and it's Saturday too. By that time, I knew the floor layout. 
a lot of people they only buy the Saturday tickets, so they're still wandering around with do. I'm like, I know what I gotta do. Oh, okay, so you're kind I of gotta, moving around the you know like. People. Some of my friends were like, oh, can you pick this up for me, this up for me? So oh, I'm so like, no, you're helping friends out at this point. Right, so I'm like, oh, like, I had my game plan down. I have to jump here first, jump here next, like, and I am I banged that out real fast. So. And then what was, what was after that? Um, hmm. Because it was mostly for you at that point, right? Because you already got most of your stuff. It was then. mostly for me, so, like, I banged out the two things that I had to get, and then, um, you know, like I said, they got me again. I had to get the second bag from the <laughs> from bait. <laughs> no, from uh, Dimmock. Oh, Dimmock. I mean, yeah, sorry. yeah. So then I got the heart shaped uh, devil fruit the on the bag, yeah. <laughs> and you know, I got I wanted the hat and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. it was stuff that I wanted, yeah, but you know, tough, I was like, okay. I was like, ah, oh, you fiends, you got me, you bastards. <laughs> And then you wanted me to get your John Wick comic signed, so yeah, I did that. I had the graphic novel signed. Unfortunately, I didn't see him on Thursday on my first loop, and then on Friday when I went through all of Artist Alley's, I saw he was. I was like, oh shit! If I knew you were here, I would have brought. The, I would have brought the because uh, already was already bringing a book for Dante Bosco to sign on Friday. Right. So if I knew that, I would have brought the other graphic novel, the John Wick graphic novel. So um, I gave it to Buffa, and since he was hitting Saturday, and I was a maybe on Saturday, and I was a maybe on uh, Sunday. So I was like, play it safe. Just Buffa, can you just bring get a sign for me? You don't have anything else to do anyway. Or you said your 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 personal stuff is much lighter to do yeah. anyway. So he could just swing by whenever he wanted to. Uh, so I got a uh, Giovanni Villarda to sign my graphic novel of uh, John Wick. So that was cool. Again, for me, it's just for it's just stuff for me at this point. You know what I mean? It's like I, I'm not selling any of this stuff anyway. I don't need, I don't care if it's like authenticated or whatever. It's just for me. Um, thank you again for that. Yeah. Appreciate you. So I was able to hit the three booths and get the thing signed, and it was before like eleven thirty. So I was like, Oh, oh damn! So you had the whole day to yourself. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh, now I could just walk around and like actually look at booths and just you know calmly like if I see a line like I could choose to wait in and I could choose not to wait in it. Mm-hmm. So you know Saturday was very calm because I had everything done. Yeah. So just, and like I felt the same on Friday. I was like, Oh, the weight was lifted that I got most of what I needed on Thursday. We yeah we we only took really like one L on Thursday basically. Which, yeah. Which kind of set the tone for the rest of our. Right. L- last couple days. Yeah. That being said, though, we did have a bit of a mini rant <laughs> on, was that fr- was that Thursday or Friday when we were having like, the, kind of the rant to ourselves in the car? Uh, Thursday, I think. Thursday, we yeah. Because um, Friday we were feeling pretty good because, again, we got everything right. we needed. And, like, I was I was on that high from getting s- featured on uh, Dante Bosco's story on Instagram. But on Thursday we had, like, a rant in the car. We were, t- we were talking about, like, the vibe. Just, just all the things we don't like. All the things we don't like about convention culture. So, like, as much as we enjoy, you know, being nerds and get to, getting to be around other nerds and stuff like that and, like, meeting uh, voice actors and actors and artists and talent basically all around, right? It's a cool place. It's a, it's a, and the energy is very, very fun. The, the degening, like, the rushing to stand for collectibles, the people who are there for nothing other than to make money is, like, I'm, like, on my last nerve. Like I like I've I have made it vocal before that PAX is my favorite convention now, and I'm enjoying Anime NYC a lot. And we I'm only going once 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 out of the three days usually, but I'm enjoying myself. That being said, New York Comic Con has a whole special place in my heart because it was my first big convention. But like the experience for me has been schwer, like shifting away from me enjoying the entire thing because of like the other side of the culture, the collector's culture. That's kind of been like in, that's like infiltrated it, and again, it's not even like a collector collector. They're just there to like to scout basically, and like I'm getting really really tired of it. Like I'm t- I don't I don't I don't like coming in early. I don't want to have to like rush to all these booths to grab one thing that I want. You know what I mean? And it's like for me, I'm getting really tired of it. And it's like it's kind of it's kind of hurting my experience overall. Again, this year was a little bit different because we got lucky on basically everything right off the bat. 
Yeah. And like I don't have to worry about it anymore. But like I do remember like that feeling of like I hate when like I'm waiting in Isaac and I hear the guy from like, Hey man, you mind picking up one of these? My my, my friend wasn't able to come here, you mind picking up one of these? Like, okay, sure. But then he turns out to him, the next person goes, Hey man, like my friend wasn't able to come through. Could you think okay, like, you motherfucker, you're asking six people to add to and telling you the same fucking bullshit story so you can have fucking six other pieces for you to sell. You know what I mean? It's like fuck you. That's like um, a couple years ago. I got a ticket to the MetaZoo booth. I didn't know what it was. I wasn't really interested in it. So I asked Lacan, and he had a friend, uh, Norm. Who's who's really yeah, who's really into MetaZoo. Friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show. (laughs) So Norm, Uh, he was like. Oh, he's really into this. Like, would you give him the ticket or whatever? And yeah, he, like, like, he likes the, collecting the cards <laughs> for it. That's why. So it's a, it's a, it's a collectible card battling game. Kind of like Magic the Gathering-ish. So I was like, yeah, sure. Like, I'm not going to do it anyway. And I have to leave early anyway for uh, dinner with my family. So I gave him the card. And when I was on a line, I forget for what it was. The guy was like, oh, I would have paid you like a bunch of money for it. And I was like, I'm giving it to my friend, dude. It's not yeah, like I'm just giving it. Like, he's like aggressive about it, yeah. too. It was like, I don't fucking know you, dude. Right. Calm the fuck down. Like, yeah, I'm like, turn around. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I was like, get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> yeah, like that that, that that part of the culture I, I've not been enjoying for conventions. Because, again, anime wise, it's smaller. And there's not as many exclusives there. I think that's probably why it's not as, not as much of an issue, right? And then PAX is different because there's exclusives, but, like, it's more for like a hunt. It's more for like it's like a scavenger hunt or like pin trading and stuff like that. So it's more fun. It's community bonding kind of thing. You know what I mean? No, they want you to go out to all the other booths and try shit out, get to trade the pins, and you know it's like it's for you. You know what I mean? And then this was very front forward facing for like the fans kind of thing. You know what I mean? So I've been kind of like not not jaded, like not fully jaded anyway, but like I I've been getting I've been getting tired of it of like a little bit of like the weird. Like clash of I guess culture what I what I expect to see at a comic con versus what I'm actually experiencing or at least what I'm noticing you know what I mean. So for me, like, you know, obviously for both of us, they keep pulling us in with the exclusives. Like, uh, I'll be honest about that. You know, I uh, when I see a cool exclusive, I'm like, well, shit, I have to have it. I want it. Yeah, yeah, I want it. You know, oh, this is something from series I collect or whatever. But like on that token, I hate it. Because I'm like, oh, I know I'm going to have to wake up early and rush for it. But then on the same token, I'm like, the thrill of rushing for it and getting a win of it and getting it. Or, you know, like, oh, I'm the first in line. Or, like, you know, oh, I could get this quick. I don't know. I get, like, a good feeling about that. Or, like, yeah, it does hype me up. I get it. And but and also, like, if, if it's something that, like, you know can flip right away, too, I get it. Like, you can you can essentially make your money back from, from Comic-Con, like, within the first hour. Right, like a couple years ago, we I got I won the pop lottery and got on the line, and I was like the last person of that day to get the pink chrome Batman, which was limited to I believe three thousand pieces or you know somewhere thereabout, and like I was hyped to get it because I'll be honest, not a big Batman fan, but I was like, oh, I know this is gonna be worth a few hundred dollars. Yeah. So as soon as I got off the line, someone was like, I'll give you like seven hundred bucks for that. And I looked at it and I was like, well, yeah, I don't need it. <laughs> so 700 bucks yeah, right take, there. Take the cash right there. there. Yeah, and I'm it. like, oh, that paid for like my convention day. Yeah. Just right there. Yeah. That's absolutely fair. I, I get that part. You know what I mean? It's just, but um, because- I guess, though, I've felt calmer at Comic-Con now that like Funko is like either a lottery or a reservation. You, have to work, you, don't have to, you know you don't have to just lose, right, lose yeah. your whole day waiting. That was kind of like my one big... Um, collecting thing before i got into like fig pins or like uh, figmas or like some of the other stuff but now that like i noticed everyone kind of waits for it like that standby line at near comic-con now is crazy because then they usher everyone back yeah. out into the basement and yeah. the basement's like full 
And I'm like, it's the whole day. Right. I'm like, it's 12 o'clock. Like, you're going to have to wait like five hours just yeah, doing nothing. Still like, have, these are still slots. Right. Like, you're going to wipe out your whole convention day and you might not even get the one you want. So, yeah. like, now that I don't have to, like, you know, when I first started going, like, if you didn't get a slot, like, there wasn't like that long of a wait as like a standby line. So I'm yeah. like, oh, I can line up here at five o'clock. And, you know, when the showroom's going to close in a couple hours, they're going to have, you know, I'm going to. A couple things. I'm still going to get stuff. Like, and I'm still going to get most of the stuff. Now it's like, oh, I might not get anything, and I waited five hours in the basement yeah. to, to do nothing. You've lost your entire day just yeah. of, like, what's supposed to be, like, again, like, a, a fun convention for you to look at cool shit at. Yeah, now it's just stress. Just stress, and you're waiting in the basement looking at the same fucking four walls. So now, like, if I don't win the Funko Lottery, I'm like, eh, whatever. It happens. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, maybe a friend of ours can hook us up or something or help us out or whatever, you know. But I, but if also if they're... If, you know, because we, we have our friends who, like, we're in a circle. So we're just like, okay, if you, if I'll, I'll try to grab you something if you need something or whatever. Or you, and if that's the case, then, you know, get my back on the next thing. You know what right. I mean? So, like, we, tr- we try our best. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. It's fine. Like, I, I, I'm kind of over the whole, like, exclusive hunting stuff. I just want to try to grab at least a couple things for myself. You know what I mean? And, again, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I don't, I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah, like, his friend Norm wanted to, like, pay me or whatever. And I was just like, I wasn't going to use it anyway, dude. Like, yeah, you know, just, that's not just a big deal. It. Exactly. He gave me a pin from, like, SDCC. Um, uh, it was, like, an All my Oh, like, the, the, branded, ex- the exclusive pin, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, thing that you got at, like, the SDCC booth. And he was like, oh, well, you know, I'll give you this at least. You know, so I, I was fine with that. Yeah. It, you know, and it's like you said, like, it's oh, it, it's a friend circle. So, oh, if I get an exclusive, you know, like, we're going to help each other out. Yeah, we try to help deal. each other out. Yeah, like, that's why, like, you know, because once we got our stuff done, we were like, oh, especially, on, especially on Thursday, because, yeah. again, we've nailed everything. Right. And for it's the a, one thing, we're like, does anyone need anything? Right. Like, we're, here, we're here at these booths right now. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, our friend Jason had no idea where the hell he's going. So, it's like, I just, like, let him over to, <laughs> to Plastic Empire. And I was like, here you go. This is where you're waiting. The next time. Not for the next 15, 20 minutes, but at least you're here, you know, kind of thing. We, we got, we got, we got a mostly dubs basically this entire year. It's Pretty good, and Except I guess for the fact that I guess on Thursday we were just so super tired and so like kind of annoyed at everything. That's why we also up- you know I, I've woken up at four o'clock the past three, three days, days in a row. Now, so yeah. now you're just cranky and you know like and tired and, and yeah. yeah, and you're walking around standing in line. So it, you do get a little on edge, but you know looking back on it, I could be like, oh, it was fun. And I guess to finish up my Saturday, uh, you know, after I got all my stuff, I I went to the Chris Evans panel. Oh, you actually went to the panel still? Yeah, that was sick. That was really cool. Um. They he, I I was like the the line of questioning they were doing at the interview I thought was weird. I was like, oh, they're not gonna ask him about Marvel or Captain America like at all. And I was like, oh, the actor strike is still going on. They really can't oh, ask yeah, these people yeah, yeah. questions about movies and stuff because like they were talking about his dog a lot. Not a lot of personal stuff. Yeah, they were talking basically. about him getting married. Oh man. And I was yeah, like, that's weird. I was like, what is this panel? <laughs> like, what are we yeah. talking about? Well, yeah, and then the we, same we, thing we, with we, you and McGregor. Yeah. They were talking I'm about were t- how, to, yeah, no. how to make like tea or whatever because he's you know European. <laughs> yeah, he's because he, yeah because he's, he's Scottish he, or something, right? Or, uh, or, McGregor. So yeah, it's like Scottish, right? Yeah, and then one of those. But also, he's, he also he's also like a big uh, motorcycle guy. I yeah. mean, they probably talked about that a little bit too. Yeah, that, we probably yeah, forgot to mention that altogether. Yeah, there's a writer strike going on, so a well, lot the of the writers are back. Well, the writers are the back, actors but the actors are, are still, still on strike. But like a lot of talent are not here because of the because of the the, the SAG strike. Yeah. So and like and again like a lot of the talent that are here are limiting what they're allowed to talk about because they're not doing promoing for anything because they're you know it's that's yeah. that's work right. they don't want to do, they. They're on strike right now, so yeah, it's it is this is a weird, a weird comic con for, for for other reasons, I guess. But it was cool to see him. He um, they said he doesn't really come to the uh, 
do the East Coast cons as much anymore. He, he's from Boston, but you know now yeah. that he lives in LA that he, he doesn't come this side to do the conventions anymore. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's co- still cool to see. Uh, you know, I loved him as Captain America. Like, so you know, I did. Yeah. I did want to see the panel. Yeah, I get it. And then after I did that, I was like, oh, I'm really tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, it finally hits you. It finally, finally hits you. Yeah, because you. like that was the first time I was like, because I got and you there. Were so, and you were solo yesterday. Right. And I was there like a half hour early. And like I was sitting for, I think his panel went to like 1.30. And okay. then when I finally got up, I'm like, oh, you know, I was sitting for like an hour and a half. I was like, I'm tired. Yeah. I, I think I w- hit like pin club and that was it. I was like, I'm yeah. done. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Pin club was, in, was in, I, I grabbed a couple things on the way out yeah. and that was really it for me. On Friday, anyway, so yeah, yeah, that's cool. Relatively relaxed Saturday, you get to see something cool at least a little bit, you know, kind of right. like a, like a little topper off your your New York Comic Con weekend. Like I also like. had um the reservation for the One Piece villain um panel, but okay. but I think that was at like seven thirty eight o'clock. I was like, I'm not waiting. You're, yeah, you're wiped already. <laughs> Again, that's three three days in a row you've been getting up at four right. o'clock. And then it was also like like the rain started picking up, so I was like, oh, I don't want to. I, I just want to go home. You drive in? You took the train in? No, I took the train in. Okay. Because yeah. I was like, oh, I was like. I think 70 for us to park each day. I'm like, I don't want to pay, you know, I don't want to pay the tolls to drive in and, um, you know, pay for the parking when it's yeah. just me and I'm not really carrying anything. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, that's one thing that I realized the last couple of years starting since 2019, I think cause it was Jeff. Cause he drove in cause he knows we're always buying collectibles. Yeah. So it's like, no, I don't want to take on the train or get onto the bus with all this shit. Cause it's yeah. annoying. Yeah. And then like, you're taking up a whole seat by yourself. And if you're riding with a crew, yeah. It's like you're just eating up all the space. It's annoying. You're scared that someone's gonna smash your shit by accident. Because you know, there's people are like, "Get, hey, get, move, move your shit. I'm on the fucking bus. I have to go home." Yeah. And it's like, "Oh, sorry. Like, I'm, I'm coming from a convention. I'm carrying all this stuff. I'm eating up all this extra space." And you know, especially if they're collectibles, you don't want people fucking touching your shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, no, we'll just drive in ourselves. We'll bring our own shit. And uh, I did that since 2019. I've been that's I've I've started driving. I'm like I'm older now. I have money. I'll pay. F- I'll pay for parking just so I don't have to deal with this shit anymore. You know what I mean? And uh, you you kind of like joined us for the first time last year, right? Yeah. Doing that whole thing, because last year you rode you rode back with us, and you had a lot of shit with you on that first right. day. So it made sense for you to oh yeah, just ride back with us. We have all we have a bunch we have a bunch of room in Jeff's car anyway. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's like the one biggest change <laughs> in the last couple of years. Was like oh no, I'm driving in because I don't want to care. I don't want to carry all this shit back on the train anymore. I also think it. it's a little weird. Like yesterday, I was cosplaying as uh, Todoroki again, and okay. I was like yeah. oh like. I want to do this costume again. It's also easy to do. I just have to put the the paint on. And I always think it's weird, like, when I walk by a booth and they're like, oh, you want to buy this Todoroki thing? And I'm like, I have enough Todoroki. Yeah, like, I, I'm like, a fan. I already, already, yeah, already bought all this shit. Yeah, it's not like I haven't bought statues or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, that that being said, those, those, uh, I always, again, I like the little boost of, like, energy I get yeah. when someone goes from, from from the booth or from someone. Like, a vendor goes, hey, man, nice cosplay. He's like, ah, thank you. Like, yeah. thank you, fellow fan. You know, it's just, again, it's just, like, a nice little upper, you know what I mean? It's just, especially after, like, a long, yeah. long weekend. So, um, but, yeah, that, that, yeah, it sounds, sounds like a solid day for you yesterday. It was pretty, pretty relaxing. That's yeah, good. it was. Um, and again, we had a lot of friends we had met up along the way. Um, some friends who are first time ever, and I want to actually Norm's actually there right now with his uh, his wife and his daughter. They're doing the Spy Family cosplay. And I was like, that's fun. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not going today. I'm I, I have a lot of things going on today. I'm very tired, very busy. I have uh, another wedding today. So yeah, you know, another, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm not stopping except for this. Yeah. So I, I mean, uh, after this is done, you're basically good for this. You're good for a little bit, right? You have a little bit of time to break. <laughs> Until uh, I guess anime. Until anime. NYC, yeah. I've got a wedding in a couple of weeks, and then the wed the week after that wedding. 
Oh, I have a third wedding, I guess, the, the beginning of November. Yeah. So, and yeah. so after that wedding that I'm doing uh, in Vegas, I'm going to and I'm watch it the next weekend. So yeah. we're, I have, we're not I have done to hope yet. the wallet recovers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm, I have to behave the next couple of weeks just like, just to make sure that I don't put myself too much in the red for, for these next. And then Christmas is, oh, you know, geez, shortly yeah. after that. The hol- yeah, exactly. The, <laughs> the holidays. holidays. Uh, that's fine, but uh, you know it's it's fun. That's that's the reason why I'm looking forward to Anime NYC. This can be a fun convention, right? Um, and we're going on a different day than we usually do. We usually do Sundays. We're doing Saturday this time, so it should be a little livelier. Um, I'm sure. I do feel like um, even though booths and uh, tables at conventions, they do try and spread out their merchandise for all the days it's just like oh is that a little bit nervous on the last you do day. notice on sunday that it's they just sell like, out pretty early yeah they do yeah. sell out very early because maybe they did do some extra stock on the friday the yeah, saturday yeah. or the thursday for yeah year i mean we heard we heard was it on s- yesterday we heard about the yeah her funko, funko was like trying to liquidate a lot of their stuff yeah like they, they were like, like well, oh now so people can buy like multiple of for these. our friend who's going today hopefully can try to get you the one the one last like uh pop you wanted right if not, they're sold out by like ten thirty. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. We'll find out later today. Um. But yeah, you got anything else you want to touch upon before? Is it, I think we covered pretty basically our entire weekend. So I had a pretty good time overall. Again, aside from that one tired rant we had to have in the car about like how annoyed we were about the collector culture. I think that was mostly just crankiness. But you know, yeah, Comic Con is a love and hate relationship. I do think like if you're listening to this and you haven't gone to like a, a convention- big big like. Convention. I mean, I guess even if you haven't gone to any convention, it's just like it it is a good experience. Like you know, like it's not just comics, it's not just anime, it's a little bit everything. Yeah, you know, if you like pin collecting, if you like art collecting, anything. Uh, Like I said, there there was like regular you know novel artists there at New York Comic Con. There's actors. There's like there's musicians. Yeah, I met I met Walter Jones randomly walking around. Uh, Also, his best friend. Yeah, the the OG back the OG uh, Black Ranger. Um. He just walking around. I think it was right before his uh his one his booth opened up. I think it was so like the handler was like trying to like no free photos. And I was like, oh, come on, man! Like yeah. he he just shook my hand. Like come on. But I do love it. It's tiring. It's kind of like going to Disney World. It's just like um yeah. <laughs> when, when you're like, there's always gonna be like a lull or like a low in it when you're in it. You know what I mean? But then like, but you look back at the overall experience. You're like that was a good time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's always like yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Was, like was, I keep going. <laughs> Yeah, and like especially for me is like there's always that one day afterward where I'm unloading all of my shit out of my bags, out of my you know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is really cool. I'm glad I bought this. Yeah, like uh, again, I think I have like, photos to frame, I have prints to, to frame, and I I put a couple things into like the the folder just so they don't get destroyed while I you know try to find time to put them up on my walls or whatever. It's like, oh man, this is nice. You know what I mean? Like like I I buy stuff for myself. I don't worry about anything else. It's like oh, this is nice. I, I'm glad I got I went and I got a lot of stuff here for it. So, um, but yeah, if you if you've never been to a convention, I say just go for it. Look for a local one. I'm sure there's one. There's some sort of anything you're a fandom of. Yeah, there's a convention like in in every city, everywhere, yeah. and for anything. There's yeah. always something going on. So just keep an eye out for it, and also support your local conventions. That's always good because you know some of them get big because of it. Like look at Anime NYC. That used to be a corner of New York Comic Con, right. and then it became like its own event, which is great, which is massive now. Like I know Lacan's excited for SawCon. No, I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listeners, thank you guys for, for tuning in. We hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. Again, this is just me and Buff having a good time and talking about recapping our experience at New York Comic Con. Uh, heads up, again, Buffa, thank you much again for stepping in again for, for Jeff here. I know I know Jeff's schedule's been really rough to deal with, and you've been really flexible and really 
appreciate you for being helping us out here basically so no problem i yeah. love being here you know i can't wait till uh my name's in the the headline <laughs> and uh listeners we do have jeff slated for did we, we for regular episodes coming back up again um, maybe we're still trying to trying our best to make our schedule happen uh but thank you guys for tuning in we hope you guys enjoyed this one we'll see you guys in the next, next episode take care peace out npcs pause real quick because i have to pee Oh, good. I also have to pee. Oh, do you too? Uh, I was just going to pee with you. <laughs> <laughs>